heroes and villains. Thank you for joining us once again, or maybe for the very first time, mm -hmm. this episode of the Umbra Initiative, the oh, show yeah. where we play some mutants and masterminds. Not your usual D and D. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, sorry. We got superpowers in here. Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, some of us. I am your professor, GM Colby. Joined here by my lovely cast and crew, Corey. Hi, my name is Corey, and tonight I'll be playing as Jordan Teller. He's back, baby. He's back. <laughs> uh, David. Hi, my name is David, and I play as Barrett Stair. And Nicole. It's me again. Your Still boy. here, your boy. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are happy to have our astronaut back. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I missed you. I've landed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've landed. He went on a little mission. Mm -hmm. I did. Um, but now he's back. What news do you bring from the stars? Um, they want your blood. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it is Ryan Reynolds. Nuh -uh. I literally looked it up. So just friends. <laughs> just friends, Ryan. Then there, what's friends with benefits? I don't give a shit. So, one <laughs> of them has JT in it. Anyway, <laughs> fuck. If you know, <laughs> if you know what movie Justin Timberlake right. is in, let us know. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. The one where he hooks up with Mila Kunitz. Tell us in the chat. I really think because we don't know. Yeah, and we're Subscribe not. Subscribe to Patreon for us to find out. <laughs> to argue about it for twenty minutes after the show. Speaking of which, we have a Patreon. Hey, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash the Umbra Initiative, uh, where you can get some behind the scenes content depending mm -hmm. on what you pledge you can even have your own character holy shit within arcadian haven at mm -hmm. uh, uh, the tier three subscription yeah you can make an npc in our not campaign. only that but we have sick ass merch bro we do have sick ass oh, merch. Yeah. yeah we got merch you can go to our twitch page if you want to see that <laughs> and uh, or any of our link trees and you'll see in any of the descriptions to literally anywhere that's yeah, find. yeah we have hats we have shirts we have, we have a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. i got all the things uh, Especially stuff. Look, yeah, I have stuff. the hat right here. Hold on. Get it. That's a Woo! nice hat. That's that a is great a hat. That's great a great hat. That's a nice that's a high hat. quality a nice hat. hat. Yeah. Look at that embroidery. Look at that. Yeah. Look and at it's that. on look, there. Look how that pink. It's like, not a sticker. Pops. I like the pink. It's, yeah. it's not like one of those cheap, am shitty I, hats that it just like comes off. Am I like dope sick nasty yet? What if I? There it is. Yeah, that was definitely not, my not style when I was like 13. <laughs> Dude, that was my style like two years ago. What do you mean? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, thank you for joining us. Episode 15. 15 episodes, guys. Holy shit. I know. We're going strong. We're going We're getting strong. up there like uh, campaign In one. Age. Yeah, we are. That yeah. too. Yeah. Shit. We, we'd be halfway through campaign one right now. We didn't even or use. Season one. Season one. Yeah, we didn't yeah, even use true. my birthday as a ploy to get more views, guys. Missed opportunity. Oh, uh, you're so right. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what else? You know what else? Tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, uh, we got mm. we fucking suck. I <laughs> almost <laughs> considered bringing beer. I'm about uh -huh. to get one. <laughs> all right. Shall I go into the recap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I wasn't here. Are we mm. starting on Tuesday? No. Bro, it's Wednesday. Where oh, are you? <laughs> Keep up. Technically, yes, we will. Be. Yes, we okay. Will. She, she, she. Shut the fuck up. Where are your notes? <laughs> all right. All right. Mm, the story so far. Episode 15. We're rowdy today. All is calm on the surface of Arcadian Haven. Now living in a motel in town, Barrett attempts to live with some sort of normalcy as he attempts, uh, as he excuse me, obtains supplies at the grocery store, only to then contact Arabella to meet up and talk about recent events. 
The novitiate had taken it upon herself to do some investigating around the convent, inquiring as to people's memories of the day where the party fought Brother Lewis. Strangely enough, not a single nun uh, there has any recollection of the event, although Olivia had vaguely recalled the conversation with Jordan. Arabella then decides to sneak into Mother Adele's office to perhaps find some sort of item to help explain the, uh, the mysteri uh, mysteries of the convent. Excuse me. While she does find an old photo album of her religious family, Olivia interrupts her, followed by Brother Lewis. Fortunately, she avoids any uh, significant suspicion and proceeds to go meet with Barrett at the Domino Diner. Oh, sweaty. As the two discuss topics such as Angelica, the phone number given to Arabella by Mr. Sales, and the Umbras, the two of them see uh, Raj leave the diner. He laments over his lack of progress over his particular task, as it is still a mystery as to why the kin are congregating in Arcadian Haven, causing the Umbras. Barrett brings up the night when he and Jordan followed Bowie to the Hark residence, but ultimately found nothing of note. They decide to go at Raj to investigate once more, just to be safe. Arabella enters the home with the excuse that she wanted to let Liam and Laura play with Bowie as saints for leaving the arcade days before. This sparks Laura to accuse her of being sent by their mother to spy on Laura to keep her out of trouble. Igniting a fit of rage, Laura storms to her room, and the, and the heightened emotions cause the encroaching umba, Umbra to finally form with Arabella trapped inside and bear it out. Oh. The two are shown visions of past mistakes they've made <clears throat> while they try and save a suicidal Laura with an emo uh, and an emotionally crippled Liam. Barrett, through Raj's help, is told that his weapon has special properties that allow travel through Umbras. And called it an abomination. He uses this knowledge to leave the Umbra and yet Laura and Liam's mother, Deandra. Through accepting responsibility for their behavior and actions, the party is able to break through the various barriers inside the Umbra and reunite the fam uh, family. Although Arabella is last to admit her involvement in past horrors, she and Barrett successfully close the Umbra and step out into the front yard of the home. What more damage can these adventures inflict? Why are these horrors still plaguing Arcadian Haven? Perhaps the answer lies within the Umbra. Here we go, baby. Here we go, baby. <laughs> we getting into it now. I like that I have an interdimensional motorcycle. That's pretty <laughs> fucking yeah, awesome. So, so you can add to your motorcycle now mm. Um, mm. under the profile. You can add dimensional, comma, uh, uncontrolled. Ooh, okay. You are okay. Damn. Cosmic okay. Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty great watching Barrett try to um talk to the kids. <laughs> I bet. I bet. He was like, "What? What? <laughs> I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing." <laughs> so, as we fade in, we hear footsteps along a carpeted floor and the slight rattling of a metal tray. We see moving down a long, curved hallway, a broad-shouldered, very well-dressed in a nice brown suit individual. He has a completely bald head, 
well-trimmed goatee. Just a, a very large gentleman. As he walks with a tray um, uh, of food. And we cannot see its contents. This is one of those, you know, steam guard, like, uh, oh, cover. Yeah, yeah, they do. Over it. <clears throat> he steps forward into this dimly lit hallway until he reaches um, a door. He looks down to the floor to see another tray, untouched, beside the door. <sighs> he places the new tray down, picking up the old one. He turns to leave and stops, looking back towards the door, reaches out for the handle and turns it. Locked. He walks away. And we fade to black. Hmm. Interesting. Who's in there? I don't know. So. So many mysterious doors in this campaign. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so. We come back to. Lower volume. Um. Outside of the Hark residence, we see the lights of a police car that's been hastily pulled up on the sidewalk up front. And walking out are two familiar individuals. We see Arabella <laughs> and Barrett. Sheriff Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheriff Stone is speaking to Deandra, who's holding her two kids close. Mm -hmm. All of them look exhausted. A little out there, just not quite in the moment. What do you two do? Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just carrying Arabella. Um, yeah, I'm exhausted. I have two lovers. Lever. Two lovers. Levels of <laughs> fatigue. Lovers. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna carry Arabella over to my motorcycle, mm -hmm. and casually just put her on it and sit on it myself okay like to go or yeah okay yeah uh you'll hear a uh hold on right there yeah and you see the sheriff kind of wave you down he says something mm -hmm. andrew walks up yeah <clears throat> i just kind of like get off the bike and stand right by it just yeah wait you mind telling me the full story of what's happening over here I'd tell you if I knew. I need a deception roll. <laughs> <laughs> My specialty. You. 17. Oh, nice. Mm. It's not terrible. Yeah, I rolled 16. Mm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, he looks over to Arabella. She's just trying to, like, <laughs> looking awful. Mm. And kind of he walks by you yeah um brushing his shoulder against you he's he's kind of done with you right now yep and he looks over um and he's just like miss arabella are you all right i'm okay do you mind telling me what happened here um 
we came to the house, I was gonna let the kids play with our pet ferret. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was an emergency. What kind of emergency? I heard there was a breakdown. I'm not really sure. You can make that deception check, please. It's <laughs> 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 three. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. You know, this is the second time I've caught you in a rather suspicious circumstance along with this gentleman over here. I understand. You can ask their mother. She might know what's going on. You can ask your mama. You might know. <laughs> well, I never. I'll ask your mama. <laughs> Better yet, I'll ask your mama. He, um... Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Hart seems a bit distraught, reasonably so. I'm gonna take a look around the house, see if I can find anything. Okay. He turns back around to you, Barrett. Mm-hmm. A moment of your time. And he motions you to walk with him. Yeah, I, I follow him. I take his bike. He says, <laughs> You seem like a man who's seen a lot in his day. Could say that. Yeah, well. I've seen a lot too. I've seen a lot of bullshit, especially when it's flinging in my way. Yeah, you seem like a, co- a solid detective. What I want to know is why you're hiding from me. Look, I'm not... I'm not trying to trick you. I'm not trying to lie to you. I just figured you'd be smart enough to pick on... to pick up on information you're not supposed to know. And this stuff that's happening around town that's not for you to know. If it involves the safety of these people, I do need to know. What you just said is a very dangerous statement, and it's tempted me to keep you over at the station for a few nights. Well, looking around here, it looks like everyone's alive. So the safety of your citizens is assured one way or another. If you poke your nose around what's happening right now, then you're the one who's going to get hurt. Is that a threat? No, I'm just stepping in the line of fire. I don't want you in front of me. Like, this, this family had a lot going on. As, as much as I wish Arabella over there wasn't part of this, she is... Me and her have some kind of duty to this town, I suppose. 
whatever danger you're throwing yourself into, she doesn't need to be a part of it. And if you're okay with that, then well, I'm not okay with you. <laughs> not much I can do with you right now, but I have my eye on you, more so than before. Well, if you want to pay me a checkup, I'm over in the motel. Understood. I think I'll take Miss Arabella home. It's fine by me. Look, uh... Stuff that's going on in this town ain't normal. Well, this isn't my card. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> gonna count how many times you drop shit today. Mm -hmm. like, this, this isn't some break-in or even a murderer on the loose. This whole thing is beyond all of our comprehension. So just don't get too headstrong. Make me a presence roll. Mm. My specialty. What's your presence? Eleven. Zero. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense. <clears throat> the ghost. Yeah, he kind of like just tilts his chin up and looks over to you. Mm -hmm. Get out of here. Yeah. That's turn walk back to my bike. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, as you leave another cop car, like approaches, mm -hmm. seems to be some sort of backup. Yeah. Um, I get on my bike, but don't leave because Arabella's still on it. And yeah. Wait for whoever to go. Miss Arabella, could you please get off the bike? I'd like to escort you home myself for purpose of safety. Okay. She gets off and okay. just kind of like slowly walks yeah, over. Yeah. But as you, as you get off the bike, um, Laura kind of disconnects herself from her mom and runs over to the two of you. Mm -hmm. And she like, she she doesn't look at you, you guys in the eye, in the eyes. She, you know, her, her face is completely red. Mm -hmm. um, she says, uh, that's, I don't, I don't really understand what happened, but I know you helped. And um, <clears throat> and I found this cool thing I wanted to give you guys thanks. It just feels right to do it. She reaches into her pocket and pulls out this <laughs> black rock. Um, it looks like it looks like at some point. It's like being pulled downward, so it moves into like this point at the end, almost like not as smooth as like a droplet, right? Mm -hmm. But like in that vague shape. Um, it's not smooth, it's just like this pure black rock, um, uneven on a lot of edges, and just hands it over to you. It's about the size of your palm, hmm. and it feels heavy. Um, so whoever takes it. I'll take that. I, mean, I was, was going to give it to you. 
Got it. Yep. <laughs> um, hey, wait, wait, we can we can complete this. Okay. She she hands it to you. Um, I just give her like like a s- small smile. Like, I'm glad you're safe. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she walks away. Yeah, Arabella, if you need anything, let me know. Uh, you grabbed the sphere, the end of the umbra, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you get. Ooh, I nice. I get a thing too. It says responsibility. <gasps> a simple picture frame at first glance. Staring into its contents reveals a fond memory frozen in time. Mm-hmm. It is a reminder to protect what is dear. Protection once sustained. Ooh, that's nice. Pretty good. That's pee good. That's one time. Yeah, that's right? that's pee good. Pee good. <laughs> so as you as you look at it, you can <laughs> see around the frame, the pattern of the frame itself is a lot of interconnected triangles mm. onto it. Um, nice. And indeed, when you look at it, you know you can describe if whatever you see is a fond memory for for Barrett. What is it? Uh, I'd say it's before any of anything happened five years ago. Mm. Before the Marines, mm-hmm. before New York. Mm. Like, I think what you see is like not a, not like a, a physical photo that's ever been taken, mm-hmm. which is what makes this strange. It's actually a memory pulled from your mind. Yeah. And that is of Veronica mm-hmm. giving you wonderful news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when like when the world seemed right, mm. you know, which was a long time ago for Barrett, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel tougher when I hold it because I have protection one. <laughs> you do <laughs> raises like your toughness by boy. one. Awesome. Got you, fam. How many do you have? Are you holding items? Yes, two. Okay. You're only allowed to hold three. I have the movie ticket, and I have that now. Okay. Nice. And what do you two do? I think we all have two now. Two. Actually, does, right? that, does that one count? <laughs> I got pee. We'll see. Um, I got a rock. <laughs> Barrett's you just, do have a rock. As soon as Arabella is a good distance away from the bike, he's going to take off and just head back to the motel. Yeah. Yeah, and Sheriff Stone's going to take you back away from the compound if you request. I got a scarf. Wait, away from it? Like halfway, <laughs> like, not quite there. Because uh, last time you made it. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm, God, I'm man. Kinda, That's like, all I have in this world. Thanks. <laughs> Ratty old scarf and a coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell him to drop me off before the entrance so that nobody sees me coming in in a cop car. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Meanwhile, a slight flashback. <laughs> we'll finally join. Our astronaut. The boy. Mm. The yeah, worst well, man. While all this is going on, Bar- I, I mean, uh, Jordan's just having, like, just a great day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> bad is Fantastic happening. Fantastic time. Just chilling. God, you know, if I had realized sooner, if I just don't hang out with anybody, I'll have a <laughs> better chill. time. Yeah, yeah. I won't get into trouble. I won't get pulled into something I don't <laughs> want to do. Mm-hmm. 
And I just be an introvert, guys. Yeah. yeah. You let you're like grilling. Moral just like out back, like without a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like October and he's still yeah. just like holding on to summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um all right. So Jordan, it is Tuesday. Yes. And you were told that you have an appointment. I do. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you wanted to do beforehand? Um, what time is my appointment? Eat some Early afternoon. Um, not particularly. Jordan kind of gets up and takes care of errands and stuff like that. He okay. doesn't really have any other obligations at this point. So, mm, like okay. Yeah. So, you make your way over to the south western part of Arcadian Haven finding yourself Whoa. what Whoa. Oh. it was a Tuesday <laughs> um, towards near the, the shopping complex over to the small intimate office of Dr. Holm Natalie Holm, your therapist you go inside kind of wait, uh, wait. you don't see her um, in fact, actually, you're not even inside of the office. Um, you, the door's locked. Mm. You're gonna wait for a few moments until you see her car. Familiar pulls up first, and you see her. She gets out. She's you know she's a sh- pretty short woman, and she opens the door. You hear that as she pulls out two crutches, places them down, and lifts herself up moves towards the door doesn't say anything to you it's her keys opens the door for you first like let me get that for you i hold the door yeah and she like no ushers your your she (laughs) she just motions you to enter yeah holding the door Okay, I throw my hands in my pockets yeah. and I walk in the door. She enters soon behind you. Ooh, you're you see, she goes over to the fish tank, turns it on, or the light on. Mm-hmm. Turn it on, they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shame. Um, shame. She, she looks out the door for a moment and then immediately takes the crutches and puts them on the side of the wall and just starts walking into her office normally. No limp, healthy as heck. Um, please wait for me to call you, Mr. Teller. Okay. We're just going to ignore the insurance fraud that just... <laughs> no no reply. Yeah, you hear right. shuffling of papers and typing. Yeah, bad joke anyway. I sit down. She makes you wait for like... <laughs> Thank you. She makes you Greasy she, that big she, greasy L right there. She makes you wait. She makes you wait about ten minutes. Um, in this strange, like, oppressive silence, mm. aside from the the small sounds coming from her office, and finally here. Come on in, Mister Teller. She calling me, Mister uh, Teller. Yeah. Stand up and make my way towards the office <clears throat> she sits behind her desk and you see your chair is pulled up 
Take a seat. Okay. Mr. Teller. Let's talk about recent events in your life and mine. Sure. Explosive events. Yeah, quite. It is my professional opinion that you should be incarcerated to protect yourself and those around you from your psychosis. However, my courses didn't cover flying men and spider tanks. So either I slept through that lecture, or my professional opinion doesn't count for much. Mr. Teller. What happened to lead to these events? <laughs> you know, I tried to keep you out of all of that. Still don't got that set up, huh? What set up? It doesn't. We can't do it. You can't set up playlists. It's bullshit. Anyway, whack. I tried to keep you out of it. I knew it was going to happen but I tried. Well, it didn't work. No. What is it you're trying to keep me out of? I was trying to keep you out of what I got pulled into. Which is, why don't we stop talking in circles and pronoun games, anything of the such. The problem is the things that happened to you happened because you already knew too much about me. Well, let's lay down in too deep. You're the perfect target for information about me from anybody that wants weaknesses. They found the perfect one by grabbing you. Funny enough, he wasn't looking for information. No, he was... He was trying to lure me into a trap. His goal was to kill me. Got close. Thankfully, he didn't succeed. Yeah. Who was he? His name was Sebastian Sales. He was from an organization called Bleeding Edge. And their operatives were sent to watch over Arcadian Haven. Why? Because there's something in that compound that is dangerous. That's why Barrett's in town. That's why he's been here all along. He's been keeping an eye on the compound, waiting for whatever's in there to come out. That was the man with the motorcycle and the gun, correct? Yeah. <clears throat> the guy who took you was his boss. And where is Barrett now? Um, 
Last I knew, he left town and then came back. I don't really know why he came back, though. And you made an enemy of this Mr. Sales. Yeah, kinda. How did you do that? Grabbed him by the throat. I see. Was it warranted? I mean, I think so. I... He cut my brake lines. I think, uh, I agree with you. He cut my brake lines, uh, while I had Arabella in the car, and then... I almost crashed my truck, and then he came running over acting like he never did it and was pretending to be shocked and like, oh my god, what happened? I... Where is he now? Dead. Did you kill him? No. Honest. <clears throat> Alright. If that's taken care of. How long did you do what you've been able to do these amazing feats it's not every day your client walks up to your front door tells you to leave him alone and then flies off into the distance in a burst of light yeah kind of a poor poor decision making in hindsight you were frantic I just I thought you would understand why if I showed you I was going to leave Briefly, I thought I needed a holiday anyway. I was going to stay with my mother for at least a week. Should have picked last week. <laughs> As I was packing, uh, well, rather, well, I was getting ready to take a bath. My last night in town. Some maniac storms my home. Yeah, I, uh... Next thing I know, I'm in a closet. Seen you. I found you. And the bomb. And the bomb. One of several. That sales individual liked to talk a lot. Yeah, you did. There were a lot of bombs in that building. Seven or eight or something like that. Regardless. I seem to recall going unconscious again. And then waking back up in a lot of pain. With none other than Arabella from the convent beside me. And that Barrett individual. And then I'm getting chased by a giant spider tank. It happens. It doesn't. When I was taken to urgent care, Arabella visited me. And that's why you see me up and at it. Hmm. The town can't really know that, though. Not for a few more weeks. Secret's safe with me. And hers is safe with me. I think you two should start talking. But that's just my professional opinion. Back to my original question. Of course. How long you've been able to do what you do? Since I came back from Mars. I've been still trying to figure out how exactly it happened. 
we uh, we were making our way back. We had a seven seven or eight month flight from the surface of Mars back to Earth. We were coming down, and when when we re-enter the atmosphere, we have these kind of pods, and usually these pods will crash somewhere out in the Middle East, usually like Kazakhstan or something like that. They deploy parachutes, and then we kind of safely make our way down. So my crew and I were breaking through the atmosphere. We were coming through in these pods, and mine kicked off course. And I noticed something strange as we were going through the atmosphere. It didn't have its normal white to blue color. The, I don't know if it was the sky, the air, the vapor, the clouds, if it was sunset, I have no idea. All I saw was purple light coming through my viewfinders. Nothing but bright purple light. And then I felt a crash. And then my pod began filling with water. And I lost consciousness. And then you could fly. Well, there was there was a brief coma. I woke up in a hospital bed. They told me that they found my pod in the ocean. They had no idea how I survived. But they were happy I was here. And then... <laughs> a few weeks of physical therapy, learning how to walk again, finding my muscle, finding my strength. And then finding that I was stronger than I was before. And I was never really sure why. I could jump a little higher. I could pick up a couple more pounds. I was a little bit faster. I, it didn't really make sense to me. But I think I'm not spiritual, but I think something saved me. I think something kept me alive when I crashed into the ocean. I think something entered me. I mean, shit, like, you saw what I can do now. I don't know what it is or where it came from, but... How many other people know about this? Well... Barrett and Arabella know, but they haven't really asked about it. They've just kind of accepted it. I mean, we... We've got gifts, whether they're physical or supernatural. And we just kind of accept that that's who we are. Of course, I've, I've wondered what what it could possibly be, what gives me this this power, this energy. But it knowing why doesn't change the fact that I have it. And now that I have it, I need to, I feel it's my responsibility to do something better with it. So I've kept a small eye on the people that have treated me right in town and kept as low of a profile as I could since. It's an interesting take. I mean, I couldn't do this before when I needed to, but now I can. So I feel like I have to. I'm curious. Do you hate those teenagers in New York? Because of your powers. You're gifted just like them. Like they were. 
Unfortunately, you weren't able to do what they could. It isn't your fault, of course. You weren't there. I couldn't do this back then either. I think those kids lacked perspective. I don't think they realized how great they could do is. I won't pretend to know what was going on through their heads, whatever responsibilities they weighed uh, themselves down with. They're just kids, they're reckless. But I'm glad you found a sense of responsibility. And I appreciate you trying to keep me out of what was happening, even if it didn't quite work out. I just... He was looking for information about me, and there was no better person to ask. I want to help you, Jordan. With everything that's going on, this is my town, and this is my home. That means I need to know more. So I'm going to rely on you. Can I do that? I just don't want what happened to happen again. Then don't let it. But let me make my choice. I can do my best. Good. But now you know my information has a cost. What else is happening around here? Well, I don't really know if it's my place to be the one to tell you. And then who is? I'll find them. You already know what Arabella can do. Vaguely, yes, and I have to say it's very helpful. The girl's an angel in some way. She's very sweet. She also has this divine gift of healing, which, you know... Right, that helps. Yeah. There's another side of that. There's a darker side of that. There's a side that's Arabella, and then there's something else entirely. It, it doesn't have her consciousness. It's this completely different entity that takes over her body, transforms it, and does terrible things with it. And we don't know what that is. Interesting. You can see she has pulled up, like, uh, reached over her desk and pulled a notepad and starts uh, writing. That's a liability. <laughs> yeah, now it's on paper. <laughs> that other side is why Barrett is here. For what purpose? Originally to kill it, but that meant killing her too, and once he realized that, and once he realized that I wouldn't let him do it, he stepped back. I see. And when he stepped back, that's when sales came along. 
And then when Sales tried to intervene, that's when I got in the way. She looks up for a moment, puts her pen down, and says, What happened to Lacey? Lacey LaCroix. Lacey was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Were you involved? Not to the extent of Barrett, but... Did Barrett kill her? Not deliberately. I see. Does Sheriff Stone know about this? about the wounds she sustained as if attacked by a savage creature. There were three. I see. Four, actually. And through Barrett's involvement with these creatures and Lacey and yourself, she passed. We... After her friend got hurt, we went hunting she wanted to go alone we escorted her we again the goal was to take over keep her out of harm's way and take over what the hunt you're not a hunter Jordan no but Barrett's a marksman I can do what I can do. And Arabella can heal. Arabella wasn't supposed to be there, but she... But she was. She was, and she brought... Arabella is definitely not a hunter. No, but she brought Lacey. And what were you hunting for? Those creatures? Yeah. The story around town was that it was a bear. Yes. It wasn't a bear. What was it? A pack of supernaturally empowered coyote and the biggest moose I've ever seen in my entire life. Should I just look at you? Like, not. I know, <laughs> yeah, I, I know how that sounds. You're serious. I'm not inclined to disbelieve you right now. Jordan. There's something weird going on in this town, and it keeps happening in various places throughout. Almost like I don't even know how to to accurately convey what I've seen. It almost is like there's a veil over Arcadian Haven, and sometimes things on the other side of it get too close mm. and you can see just enough through and they poke at the fabric and they bend it through and they reach out and sometimes they grab something on the other side and pull it back in this has happened in multiple places it happened out there in the woods it happened at the antique shop 
It's happened a handful of places. It just it mean, happened at the theater. I mean at Mr. Bastion's place. Yeah. He has been acting a bit different lately. Yeah. Last time I saw him, he's doing good. Yes. And I'm I'm glad for that. So I thought he. <laughs> I thought that poor man's brain was broken when we were done. There's, I don't know, some kind of god or creature or I don't know what. It was explained to me and it didn't really sink in very well. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but then again, I don't think it's supposed to. No, they're just, it, it seems like there are portals scattered throughout town and things keep coming out of them to take to take feelings to take ideas to take thoughts emotions from the things that are near him I don't know what those things saw in in Lacey and her friend to attack them like that but I think honestly they were just victims of circumstance they got too close and they didn't know what they were Handling and it feels as if all of us are victims right now. Yeah. We've closed a few of those gates, those portals. But there'll be more. I think there are already. <laughs> Meanwhile. Meanwhile. <laughs> Close it. <laughs> Blood everywhere! <laughs> Shit! And Laura's like, I'm gonna kill myself! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Baron's like, Let me in! Let me in! Let me in! <laughs> she says, uh. I'm glad you're telling me this. It lets me keep an eye out for what might be happening around town. I know almost everything that happens with us, there's going to be an official story and then there's going to be the truth. I can only imagine how they're painting up the uh, warehouse story now. Well, if it weren't for me getting kidnapped, seeing what I saw, I wouldn't believe you right now. Terrorist plot in Arcadian Haven. You can almost see it. I think they're already chalking it up to a uh, gas leak or something. It sounds more believable. I also spoke with Sheriff Stone about a break-in to my apartment while I was away. Who knew that your house could get broken into twice in one week? I was just checking. You weren't here. So I was seeing if you were home. My neighbors painted a pretty good picture along with the truck you left outside. <laughs> he was ready to arrest you then and there, but thought he should inquire with me first. Since he heard around that you were a client of mine. So I guess you should be thanking me for keeping you out of jail. Thank you. Oh, savior. Well, thank you for saving my life. I guess we're even. Hmm. What are you going to do now? 
I mean, you're you're staying here, right? I can't get the hell away from this place, no matter how hard I try. That's what small towns are like. It's... Quicksand. <laughs> exactly. I. Oh, go on. I don't know. I don't know where to uh, where to begin again. I lost my job. Hmm. I see. I uh, had a brief altercation with Mother Adele a couple only, nights ago. Only you can get into a fight with a nun. A mother superior, no less. There's something fishy with her, and I'm not quite sure what. Would you believe me after everything I told you that I think I saw her bend reality to her will? I'm, yeah, I know how this sounds. I'm not going to read too much into that. I've talked with Mother Adele many times. Me too. Believe and me, I'm she's just a very nice woman. On the surface. Uh, perhaps I haven't had the right conversations with her. I mean, everything was cool until things got weird with, with Arabella. And I mean, all I did was ask her what was going on, and and I kind of broke Barrett out of their basement dungeon. Did you know they have a basement dungeon? <laughs> Sorry. No, I was unaware they had a basement well... dungeon. <laughs> you said you wanted to know the truth. All right. She just leans back in her yeah. chair, and she'll let you explain everything. <laughs> Are there any details you want to omit? Um... She wanted to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell so, her everything. Yeah. It can. all started when I was born. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, she's gonna know more than Arabella. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Tell her about like Angelica, all that. Um, I'm not gonna go deep into the uh, the bleeding edge thing at all. Really, I honestly think the 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 less she knows about bleeding edge, the the less she knows about bleeding edge, kind of the better for now. Unless so she gets what, like, are you, what are you specifically again. omitting from Bleeding Edge? Um, kind of everything that doesn't have to do with the situation she got involved in. Pretty much just that, like, like not not telling her about Angelica or yeah, no, she doesn't know about Angelica. She doesn't know that Arabella was, um, like their. or she knows that that Arabella was their target up until I intervened. And then Jordan became top priority. She doesn't know that that Angelica's protecting the thing and doesn't really okay. know that like how you, like the organization is bigger than that and got it. Yeah. Are you even mentioning like bleeding edge at all? Just You already did. Yeah. Before. Basically you basically are you kind of implying that like they're done with now? For now. Oh, we yeah. took care of sales, he was the boss, done. Yeah, pretty much. Not knowing that, like, there's another agent. Oh, exactly, the... exactly. I honestly feel like the, the less she knows about that whole situation, yep. the safer she may be. Yeah, so, like, time so passes and you regale your adventures with her. She's just she's just leaning back, just absorbing it, taking it all in. She, she asks the occasional question. Mm. And eventually, if you finally finish, she says, uh... And that's it. 
<sighs> wow. Do I have a new rate? What do you mean? I mean, is my insurance company going to call me because you tripled my rate? After oh, I wasn't going to tell you that. No, this out? is a bit... This is on the private books. Another poorly timed joke. But yeah, so... Well... It's going to take me a little time to process this, you might understand. And I have a few books to read before I fully commit. The Bible. Mm, no. Uh, she like <laughs> she goes to her like uh, the bookshelf in the corner, and like pulls out uh, one of her like textbooks from her PhD, like you know like psychosis yeah. analysis, <laughs> like this one for one. There's one. Why is the mass hysteria section highlighted? Anyway, so. <laughs> Why don't you go home, Mr. Teller, wherever you'd like to go right now. I have to take an important phone call. Unfortunately, a near-death experience doesn't stop me from doing my job. Understandable. I'm, I'm glad you're okay. If we didn't have Arabella, I don't know how things would have turned out. She's a miracle in that one. Yeah. She gets up and walks you to the front door. And she opens it and says, uh, Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate having someone to listen to it. I'm always here to listen. Not just because it's my job. We'll see when I stop paying. She she laughs and yeah. lets you out. Yeah, I head to my truck and head back home. All right. So. Everyone's dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone wakes up tomorrow dead. Yeah. Yay. I hate waking up dead. <laughs> How can you wake up dead? You gotta wake go to bed dead. <laughs> you can't go to bed dead. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. It's the next day. Wednesday. The 7th. Scary yes. movie that was from. <laughs> uh. It was like it was one or two. Yeah, I think it was two, but I don't know. It was the alien one. Was it? I believe it is. I thought it was like a, a Jeepers Creepers type joke or something. I don't know. I don't remember. I can like picture it. <laughs> you can't bed, go to dead. bed. Dead. It was the dude from fucking Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, with yeah. The fake dreads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's the next day. It's, a Wednesday. it's Wednesday, my dude. Hey, it is Wednesday. <laughs> hey. Before you guys watch the episode of Initiative airing at 6.30 p.m. that <laughs> night, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what is it that you do? <laughs> Wait patiently next to my clock for 6.30. <laughs> I'm busy ordering merchandise over it. Yeah, and subscribing to, my, <laughs> to the Patreon with my unemployment check. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I am Jordan Teller. I think Jordan money. has like a good amount of money saved up. Jordan must. Jordan's must. got a little bit. Jordan's got a, a, a healthy savings and and yeah. retirement and pension and shit from NASA. He, he's doing all right. He can be unemployed for a little bit. And all the life insurance policies on his family. <laughs> oh boy. Never mind. That got dark quick. <laughs> and that's our show. <laughs> all right. Uh, Barrett, what are you doing in the morning? Uh, it's waking up in this dingy motel. Yeah, you like the curtains are drawn, so you like go to turn the light on, and the mm -hmm. bulb is just dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He like, I don't. I like try to do my routine, my morning routine that I used to do at my house, but like I don't have any of the stuff that I had at my house. So I like, you know, wake up, take a shower, oh, like, even a sandwich. Try and yeah, try and slick my hair back, and then it's like <laughs> I just. <laughs> scrubbing himself with a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> you're all i got buddy I like look, out the in the world. look out the window and take in the view of the back of the motel it's like mm. <laughs> yeah it's, it's not pretty at all yeah. you hear the <laughs> of, a, of a raccoon outside yeah and it like the, it, it's such a fat raccoon that like <laughs> it just rolls against your door and it sounds like a boom. <laughs> uh, when I hear it roll against the door, I'm gonna open the door. You like <laughs> made a strength roll. <laughs> Nine. Like you do it, but you're like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> and you have to push as this fat raccoon as pudding just. <laughs> It makes the sound of like a chair across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Pud just kind of rolls like a big ball of fluff uh -huh. before like straightening herself out. Yeah, I like close the door behind me and just, I just look down at Puddin. Looks up at you and there's like, there's like a wrapper of some kind that in her hands and she's like... <laughs> yeah, having a good day down there? Throws the trash down and like stutters away, but you can you can hear like a like a, a, a labored grunt as putting leaves. Amazing, <sighs> right? Uh, I'm just gonna leave the hotel and head into town. Okay. <laughs> um, you do see mm -hmm. uh, as you pass by to your car uh, the the front sort of booth. Uh huh. Of the of the motel, um, you do see uh, a pamphlet, like a small stack of like freshly printed pamphlets, mm. uh, right in the front there, and uh, you see that it's the uh, the annual Halloween uh, party of Arcadian mm. Haven. It's like a large large block party huh. that happens. I'll, I'll pick up a pamphlet and just kind of look through it. It's on the thirtieth of of the month right the day before halloween mm -hmm. uh there's lots of old like you know photos people have donated to uh -huh. whoever published this uh pamphlet of like kids playing you know apple bob and like innocent stuff right like there's haunted houses and like the whole uh town hall is a is a haunted gauntlet huh. kind of thing cool, and, and, cool. you know it looks campy yeah, yeah, yeah old and some of the pictures you can see are like black and white so like it's like goes through the years it's you know an annual tradition okay uh I'll, I'll take a pamphlet with me i'm just gonna i'm gonna head into town go to let's go grab breakfast find a diner where i can smoke inside 
and then have breakfast. Well, doesn't Hell exist. Yeah, <laughs> no, what year? 2025? Oh, yeah, you're like 30 years yeah. too late. Yeah, I figured small town, maybe. You just find one with, like, outdoor seating. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the child was downstairs that whole time, so we'll have to see the damage later. Oh, yeah. Right. Not an actual child. They're not neglecting a toddler yeah, yeah. downstairs. It's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. It is a rabbit, yeah. A very mischievous rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, yeah, and you go and roll me mm -hmm. a d20. Four. They don't let you smoke. <gasps> no! But you do get a sandwich. In here. Okay. It's pretty nice. Uh, yeah. no. I'll wait until after. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what year it is, sir? <laughs> yeah, I'm like lighting a cigarette in the diner. Uh, Put that out! <laughs> say two old ladies. I have asthma, you jerk. I have some respect. <laughs> Vaping's fine. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Put the cigarette Vape away. Like... Now toke up! <laughs> <laughs> Who smokes cigarettes anymore? Damn. Well, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> Weed is where it's at! <laughs> I'll eat my sandwich in peace. Yeah, get the pipe. We're doing something bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh, Arabella. You ever smoke rocks? <laughs> what are you doing this fine morning? Uh, what the fuck? I can't even hear you would go to hell. Um, she's still pretty Yeehaw. tired. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Uh, she's still pretty tired from the day before, so yeah. she's just kind of like gonna go about her day. Um, pretty normal. She's gonna try to like avoid Brother Lewis. Same. Okay. Uh, um, funny enough, Brother Lewis is trying to find you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm avoiding him. Just like, don't have like the Scooby Doo hallway scene. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. no. What is it? Stealth? You have like an evasion stat or something? I got shit. Dodge? <laughs> I think she got shit. he dodge it. That's a 13. A 13? Yeah. Oh. He. He will find you. Yeah. <laughs> He's just stealth. Six. It's not terrible. That's pretty good. I rolled a yeah. seven. What do you want? Um, he he does find you. Do you want my scarf? <laughs> he sort of crosses you in between. He he comes across you between the uh, dormitory and the faculty building, just outside. Right. He says, "Hello, Arabella." Oh, hello. He walks up to you. And he kind of just looms over you for a moment, and he says, "I need your help." Uh, sure. With what? What can I help you with? There's a lot that needs to be done around here, and my plate is a bit full. Okay. He gives you uh, a small piece of paper, mm -hmm. and he says, I need you to head into town and get some supplies at the hardware store for me. Okay. Um, should I take the truck to bring back the tools? He's, uh, he nods. And he gives you um, some money. Thanks. Uh, sure, no problem. Shouldn't take too long. Uh, turns away. I need some rope. 
some nails, yeah. some fast drying cement, and a shovel. <laughs> a casket. Uh, you just see, like, he printed out ingredients for, like, a pipe bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Rat <laughs> poison. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um, I take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look for Olivia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's in her room right now. Mm. Uh, I'm going to knock on her door. Yep. She says, enter if you dare. <laughs> do you want to come do some chores with me or run some errands, I should say, at the hardware store As in town? <laughs> Sounds fun. She has like a ball. She's like <laughs> up into the ceiling and just... <laughs> well, it's better <laughs> to get outside than stay in here all day. lady upstairs. <laughs> Cut that out! Cut that shit. You don't have <laughs> uh, make a persuasion roll. I'll give you a plus two. Oh, well. Persuasion. Mm-hmm. 11. Yeah, that's <laughs> 10 DC. This doesn't take much. Alright, yeah, sure. Fine. You're getting me a snack, though. Alright. Let's go. Uh, what's on the list? Just like regular, just regular um, so you see, like it's a lot of um, it's like soil, like mm. uh, a lot of gardening tools, some that you know have been broken mm. um throughout the the last couple weeks, but sure. he hasn't gotten to it. Um, you do see a lot of like uh, black paint. Mm-hmm. It looks like he has some sort of project he wants to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like very it's mundane. Pretty, yeah, pretty normal. Basic supplies over yeah. here. All the not, shit he's in the not back building of my a bike, truck uh, that yeah. I took with me. You, you can come to, you know, Bro Lewis very, very ever rarely tells people to like do a favor for him. Right. And you are down a set of very important hands. Right. And uh, as a result, he had to take on some duties himself. Sure. So, um, how, uh, is Arabella good at driving? Um, uh, she's fine. Yeah. She's four for vehicles. Yeah. Okay. So she, and I mean, she drove the motorcycle. (laughs) She could drive a car. Mm -hmm. Right on. She's one of those kids that was like taught how to drive stick when they were eight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, she drives. So. You make Don't your... drink the beer in the cup breath. <laughs> it's been there for seven years. <laughs> Still brewing. Full of cigarette ashes. <laughs> so. Piss. Oh. Um, this is piss. You make your way to the hardware store mm-hmm. by the name of No Rust Gus. No Rust no Gus. Rust. No Rust Gus's hardware store. Hell yeah. Oh, I love that. Rust Gus. I can't wait to meet this individual. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm listening, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. As you enter, you do see there's another truck in front of there. It's this um, all-black pickup truck. Very large and new, like a 2024 Mm -hmm. Ford whatever. I don't know, cars. (laughs) Um, In the back is towering with supplies. Almost to a dangerous degree, like maybe this person should not be driving. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as you walk in, the, the the store itself is like this humble little hardware store. 
it's once again in the south uh, western region of the town. Um, doesn't take you too long to get there now that you're driving and not taking a bite. Yep. As soon as you enter, you have that smell of sawdust, that, that good. Like, almost like clay-like floor underneath. That good, good. Yeah. Um, there's rats and rats of tools. Again, it's not a very large shop, um, but it serves... It has served the needs of Arcadian Haven for many years now in the Gust family oh, line. Oh, reliable. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, you know, it's pretty well kept, but it's really like patchworky, right? Like all, all, like a lot of the wood boards have been replaced inside of the building and like not with the same wood every time. So these weird patches of darker woods and lighter woods and, mm-hmm. and it creates for this odd, um, chaotic. Like cabin-like almost, uh, like. Uh, Maybe, maybe it's like it's more like a like a mill kind of right, like an old mill sure. kind of uh, building. And uh, yeah, you go and make a perception roll, see if you can get everything you need. And hold on, get a plus two from Olivia. Woo! Let's get ooh. ooh uh, damn! I'm getting all the tools. What do I? Perception, you said. Yep. Uh, investigation. Uh oh, you can use investigate. Well, what good catch? Oh no, my perception. Does it matter which one I use? You didn't choose. Okay, my perception's higher. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> now you made me forget the number. Do you have Bowie? 24. Yeah, she does not have Bowie. No. He's a free spirit. Then my spot. <laughs> <laughs> How much? He's a free spirit. He's, a, he's an outdoor ferret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 24. 24. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are distracting me. <laughs> uh, you start moving down the, the list. They have a cart and everything. Olivia is a little more into playing around with like, like, oh, look at this thing. Yeah. You know what they call this? Oh. <laughs> 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 it's making dumb, you know, sure, kid jokes yeah. and stuff like that. The stud mm-hmm. finder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like throwing stuff in the cart that doesn't need to be there, but she thinks it's cool and you have to... <laughs> Yeah, you know. Um, Why do we need an axe? <laughs> to chop things. <laughs> Duh. Uh, the only thing you f- cannot find, mm-hmm. and rather, you know where it is, but they are fresh out. Mm. It's black paint. Mm. Dang. Um, yeah, I'll ask Gus, whoever, a worker. Uh, mm-hmm. This is owned by Gus Jr. now. Oh, okay. Mm. Passed down to the family. Little Gus. Gus Gus. Little Gussie. Little Gus. Don't you ever. Got that. Gussie. Say that again. Even Gus Jr., despite being a junior, is an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his slats all the way up kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, he's got suspenders on. Mm-hmm. He's got these plaid shirts. They're just straight out of like New Hampshire, right? You know, sure. this, this gentleman with his uh, white patches of hair, $80. his liver yeah. spots on him. The beer gut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beer gut over there. You can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and when you go to the front counter, you see someone else speaking with him. Mm-hmm. You see uh, Which is- a, a woman. She is dressed in this beautiful turquoise coat of a French design. Hmm. Flared out, trying to just open the body over there. Um, uh, 
she's wearing this waist cinch loose fitting like pants fly down and heels as well all matching looking crisp she has a few rings on her fingers her hair is uh, like a bob cut mm. but perfectly dyed black and white on either side okay Corella Deville. yeah where do you keep the puppies <laughs> <laughs> she says um I know, you just can't find good help these days, I'll tell you what. And, well, well, I hope you find someone soon. Yeah. Ah, thanks, Miss North, I appreciate that. Uh, well, thanks for buying out my store yet again. It's what I do. And she starts walking out. And she, he, Gus Jr. looks over to you. Says, oh, come here, come here. Ah, Arabella. Hi, how's it going? Good, how's it up there in the convent? Oh, same old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Keeping I... me in business, I see. <laughs> Always. I noticed you were out of black paint. I was wondering if you might have any left. Ah, oh, well, you just missed it. He points over as the door opens and you see this woman walk mm-hmm. out. Oh. Mm-hmm. You... Do you happen to know when you might get some in? I can get some soon for you, but it might be a couple of days. Mm. Um, if you don't mind me asking, I'm just curious. Who was that? I'm surprised you don't- well, I just I'm not surprised you don't recognize her. She doesn't come into town very often. That's, uh, that's Rhea North, Roland's sister. Yeah, I see her every couple of few months. Stops by in the hardware store, buys out a ton of supplies for some of her projects. Huh. And hits the road. Oh, that's interesting. I'm surprised they, they make the trip down here. That's pretty nice of them. Oh, yeah, well, I'm the best hardware store Cadian Haven's got. You're the only one we've got. Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's because the competition doesn't want to compete. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, whoa. Uh, do you happen to know what project she's working on? Oh, I don't understand her fancy, fancy brain. She pays. Huh. She babbles on about it sometimes, but it goes in one ear, out the other, hearing aid. (laughs) Understood. Um, well, I guess if you won't have anything out soon. We'll just cash out then. And he rings you up. Mm-hmm. You pay and you start leaving. 17,000. <laughs> and I don't accept cash. <laughs> I only take Bitcoin. Because <laughs> it's 2025. Crypto only. You haven't heard of Doge? <laughs> I really should get on. I have an NFT of black paint. <laughs> this one's Vanta Black. So. Olivia's like, we gotta get out of here! Oh shit! The NFT Umbra. Yeah. God. Oh no. Oh my god. So. NFT out of here. Uh, <laughs> um, as you no leave, you, you, you notice that. Um, uh, you see Rhea, mm-hmm. uh, right outside of the black truck, 
and uh, she's in the bed of it, readjusting some things, and you can see a tower of black paint cans. <laughs> There's like 14 of them, oh. just full like paint cans. cases or yeah. just, oh. Just black paint. Oh. I kind of peek, I'm like, do you need any help over there? Oh, that would be wonderful. If you don't mind, please. And sure. She basically helps, you know, you move, shuffle some stuff around. Sure. There's, uh, there's like plywood over here. You can see lots of clay, like molding clay, mm. um, stacked over here and just various different strange supplies. Mm. And uh, it's kind of hard work and she moves like pretty accurately, pretty deftly with, despite her dressed in this mm, like a fashion statement. Yeah, just... Mm. And once you finish, after a few minutes, she's like, oh, oh, thank you very much for that, young lady. Sure, no problem. Big project? Oh, yes. Uh, I have uh, something I've been working on for quite a while now, one of many projects. Hmm. Um, uh, Arabella, I haven't, I don't believe that we've met oh, yet. of course. My name is Rhea North. A pleasure to meet you. She holds out her hand. Yeah. <laughs> Always fraternizing with the enemies. <laughs> Randor is villain for the arc. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to fight you. Let me just weeks. tell you my powers now. I'll get this out of the way. <laughs> he says, uh, she looks over and she says, uh, uh, quite a haul you have there. You have a project of your own? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I'm coming from the compound, and we have quite a few repairs to make. Oh, I see. The nunnery over there, the... Oh, are you a... Do you work there, or are you... A novitiate. Oh, so, wonderful. Sort of. Um, I noticed you got all the rest of the paint, though. She looks over to it and says... Oh. Oh. That's okay. Did you... We could always get it another time. No, 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 I insist. You know, I like to give Junior over there some good business. And uh, sometimes I get a little carried away. She takes a single paint can mm -hmm. and gives it over to you. I like I hope this will be sufficient. For it. No, no, please. Trust me, I don't need it. Thank you, though. Are you sure? I don't That's... mean to take away from your project. No, no, absolutely. You oh. take that. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Well, Arabella, Arabella, I should be off now. And uh, she looks over. Olivia's like in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't help at all. Yeah. Her feet kicked up on the dashboard. Right. She has like a Reese's cup that she made you buy. <laughs> oh, that's Olivia. Well, I hope you and Olivia have a wonderful day. Thanks. It was nice meeting you. She closes the truck bed and grows in. <laughs> That's not good for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haul everything by myself and I'm like, Olivia, come on! You can't even put anything in here! It's all heavy! Uh, when I'm done, that's why I asked for the king's side. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. good to be the king. <laughs> <laughs> I like put it all in. I'm like, well, next time you're not coming. <laughs> um... So as you, you get that done, um, Jordan, you hanging out for the day? Um, I mean, yeah, I, 
you know, I haven't really had a day where I didn't have to work mm -hmm. and I haven't been harassed by other people to help them solve their problems. I call it, can you fix this fence? <laughs> For free? I know you got fired. <laughs> Thanks. So, Jordan is going to do something he hasn't done in a very long time. Mm -hmm. He's going to post up on the couch, flip through channels on TV, and watch some shitty ass action movies. Hell yeah! Nice. Yeah. Some terrible like ass. Yeah. What's a what's, what's some good what's a good movie that he like hits a, a go to not the go to but a go to like, movie for him to just oh you know what a good one to. I can definitely picture him watching uh -huh. you know Air Force One that Harrison Ford movie where he's like the president and like <laughs> Gary Oldman is in it and he, he plays like a Russian guy <laughs> even though he's like not Russian but like it's basically like the Russians are trying to like blow up the president's plane while he's on him but they don't realize that President Harrison Ford is a badass motherfucker. <laughs> oh I kind of remember that. Yeah that movie so like funny. that level like, of cornball like action movies. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Amazing. Yeah it's yes, stuff sir. like that. Perfect. It's like that. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. That are like those really corny like Steven Seagal movies. Just, I just watched like, one recently. Did you? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> not going on that tangent. <laughs> but it's straight up like just testosterone yeah. fest. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just kind of like let your gun out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like a bunch of bag of chips. Um, Amazing. As you're watching, you know, we hear the movie in the background as it like illuminates you. Um, you know, we hear like a Harrison Ford line like, oh, get I don't off know. my yeah. plane. <laughs> he just like had a dirty look for the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the extent of his lines. Um, and as you're like, you're like, we hear the crumpling of chips in the bag and stuff. Um, and then like, you reach your hand into the bag and you feel your couch. Look over and there's a giant hole in the bottom of the bag. And then you feel fur and you see Bowie munching on some chips. Beautiful. <laughs> The best man. I was saving those. He's like covered in like <laughs> sour cream and onion. Yeah. Like. <laughs> this can't be good for your health. Those chips are an umbra. Yup. He like goes up bygone. <laughs> he, like, he like looks at you and then looks at like a glass of whatever you're drinking and like runs over and stuffs his head like hey! splashes. It's like when the cat is like oh. yeah, yeah, exactly. his eyes like, are all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like falls into the top yeah. like <laughs> knocks it over. Yeah, yeah, it's a mess. Damn cat noodle. Definitely done that to Wiley. Uh, eventually once he, once he settles down and everything um, he, he's like stained with juice a little bit, you know. He's green now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looks like a cactuar. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> uh, he um, he like towards like the later half of the movie, he kind of just lays on your lap, Aww. <laughs> and just falls asleep. Oh, it's a good fairy. Um, as the movie ends, um, he starts to shuffle a bit, and he like pokes his head up suddenly. I smell blood. Uh, he like looks over to the to your side mm. and like leaps up for a sec just jolts up and then like claws at your pocket like whoa hey hey come on what's like, what's going stuffs on his dude? head in your pocket like, get out of there and you push him out yeah. and, he, and he falls out and you see a coin <laughs> rattle onto the floor oh yeah a coin yeah <laughs> give me this <laughs> 
He just starts sniffing it. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of weird. Wanna play fetch? He grabs it from your hand. <laughs> hey! And he starts to, he runs to your door. Yeah. Hey, come back here. I paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> Props. <laughs> uh, he starts scratching at your door. I'm like, stop. Don't do that. And like scruff him and open the door. <laughs> you need to settle down. <laughs> Drops it in your hand. Alright. He runs now, what is it? out your door to your car. Stop! <laughs> you bitch. Alright, time for Bowie GPS once again. Yep. I don't think I've ever had him do it. It's usually Barrett. Yeah. It's All a new right. experience for you as Bowie yeah. clings onto your dashboard right in the middle of your car under your rearview mirror and kind of stiffens his body like <laughs> To point in a direction, <laughs> like a dog, like a yeah. dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, can't say this is the weirdest thing I've done all week. Make that intelligence roll. Sheesh. Sheesh. I've never had Looney Tunes bullshit happen before, but that's <laughs> welcome to my life. <laughs> I got a nine. A nine? Yeah. It takes you quite a while. Like, what should be a maybe a half hour drive turns into an hour as you just keep getting lost yeah and and every time you go the wrong direction uh, bowie jumps off the dashboard and like hits your arm but eventually yeah. uh eventually you stop at a familiar place the death adder bar if you wanted to go to the bar, you should have just said so, Bowie. Stuck out your window. Stop <laughs> the. And he points yeah. his nose at the bar. Like, you only ever want to guide us to trouble. What's going on here? He looks at you. Like, reach in my pocket. I'm like, does it have something to do with this? I'm like, point. He crawls up your body yeah. into like inside your sleeve and kind yeah. of just rests in your arm. You want me to go in? Nothing. With all right, I put the coin back in my pocket, get out of my truck, and I make my way into the bar. It's pretty early in the day so the regulars aren't like just hitting five o'clock maybe okay it's wednesday yes it's wednesday all right (laughs) (laughs) uh so you know not a lot of the regulars are here yet anything like that and um lionel uh is at the bar but None of the tables have been occupied, and the pool table is all clean and everything. You do see Anne-Marie, uh, the true owner of the Death Adder bar, kind of just wiping down the tables, getting things ready. You see she has like a, um, like a rag over her shoulder, her hair is up, mm. and she looks over. She checks her watch. She's like, the hell are you doing here so early? I guess news doesn't travel that fast in town anymore, huh? I- Pull out a stool and take a seat. 
Why, what's up? I gotta say, I'm impressed. All the gossip that goes on around here, nobody found out that I lost my job. Mom, sorry to hear that, hon. That's why I'm here. I don't try, I don't subscribe to gossip. I don't spill tea, I uh, spill beer, evidently. Respectable. You can see down at the bar, there's one other patron here talking to Lionel. Hmm. It's this large man, um, huge shoulders, nice goatee, he's dressed in a beautiful brown suit. He has a, a chain hanging from his waist for uh, like a pocket watch. And uh, he's just talking to Lionel in the corner over there. Um, and you feel your arm, like, as you're talking, like, your arm just... Yeah. <laughs> on the couch. Hey, hey! Sorry, I, uh, I've had this like nerve thing going on. Yeah, it's watch the glasses, will you? Doctor said it was hypertension. I don't know. I've been stressed <laughs> out. Oh, relax. That's why I'm here. <laughs> All right, want the usual? Yeah. Pose your beer, hands it over to you. You hear from your sleeve, or me a brandy. Shut <laughs> 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 up. On the rocks. <laughs> get the peanuts. Get the snacks. Get the popcorn. Yeah. Um. He says, uh, much you can do, uh, beat up a nun? No, I just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me and Mother Adele had a, you know. How do you get into an altercation with the sweetest woman on the planet? She's tough when she's your boss. It's a little different. Ah, uh, well, I, I mean. Everybody has a bad day. It's, I don't know, it, it wasn't just her. Me and Lewis, I mean, you know, Lewis is... He's a sweet man. Come over, he fixed the front of the shop once for me. Yeah, I know, but like, I've done that too. Yeah, and you're a good man too. Well, thanks, but like, I don't know, I mean, it's... Again, like, people are, are nice until you, you work with them, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just, you, you have different ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd give you a job here, but I don't think that would be good for you. I agree. I think I'd work for free. <sighs> Swooning. Well, I mean, I don't know how good well, I'd be at my job when I'm half in the bag all the time, but I mean... Well, I'm no longer swooning. And here I was gonna let you work for tips. Oh, well. She's, uh, she moves away from you. Just like, I need to get finished. That's fine. I don't want to take your tips. Um, make a perception roll. Sure. Oh, nice. I ain't missing nothing. How do you read that? Uh, I thought that was an eight, honestly. Um, it wasn't? No, it's 13. Oh. <laughs> uh, 17. 17? No, I was right there with you. Yeah, I thought that You was hear from your right at the, the end of the bar. You hear. Mm. Oh, yeah. It is, it is, it is um, it's not normal. It is uh, strange what is happening over there. I, I, I don't. I'm at my wit's end about it. I'm ready to go uh, see a professional about it for for him. And it is, it is uh, snapped. Um, 
That was why I'm here right now. <laughs> you know, I don't I find myself in the town very often, but uh, I just don't know what to do. I finish my beer and I kind of like put it down hard on the counter and like kind of slide it forward like I want another. Mm -hmm. Just like waiting for attention. Yeah, uh, it takes uh, a couple seconds, but Lionel's pretty on top of things mm. as he holds out a finger and he comes over. Didn't say hi, sorry. You were occupied. Mm. Who's the newbie? Looks over. And uh, you can see that the individual there is drinking um, like a really colorful drink, like something expensive. So he says, uh, What's that that green stuff? They like use it in mixing. Um, it's like Midori. It's like. Mes no, no, it's not Mezcal. No, I think it's called Midori. They use it to mix. Well, yeah, you, a Midori yeah. sour is a Right, drink. yeah. Like that gross, like. Green. Yeah, absolutely. Radioactive. Like <laughs> it says, um. Oh, that's Roderick. Roderick. Mm. Who's that? Works over at the uh, North Manor. Oh. North. House manager. Really? What's he doing here? I'm old friends with him. Really? Yep. You know you had friends in high places. Yep. <laughs> How do you two know each other? Yep. Yep. I used to work over at the North Manor for a week. No shit. A yeah. week? Yeah. What, did he catch you pocketing shit? Nah, I just didn't like the way he... They ran things over there as well. I like to have my own control. Unless Anne Marie's here. <laughs> yeah. Say no more. They're nice people over there. I don't have any problems with them personally. Mm. But, uh, just wasn't for me. Roderick's good people, though. Eat your Okay. <laughs> Talking about some weird stuff happening up where he's at. Really? Mm. Weird like how? Talk to him yourself. Seems sure. pretty open. Of course, he's had a few drinks. Cool. Even better. He loosens him up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> kind of disengages from you. Yep. Yep. My beer. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Fades into the <laughs> bottles behind me. Yeah, Homer Simpsons into the, yeah. the box. Yep. <laughs> I get my drink. I take a look to my right. I'm like you look out of pre out of place in here. Yes, I have to admit, it's not the uh, first place I would go. <laughs> but uh, the drinks here are good. Hey. Happy Wednesday. Mm. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. My name is Roderick. Roderick. I'm Jordan. I had to look and see if my name was Elias or not. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. But uh, <laughs> I've lived many a life. <laughs> it has been a while since I've come into town, but uh, you're not familiar to me. Yeah, I, I haven't been here for very long. Mm. How do you like... Our humble little abode of Arcadian Haven. It's it's quiet, usually. Yes, it is. Quite nice. It was exactly what I was looking for when I got here. Hmm. And why would you want to go to such a quiet, secluded place? I'm from New York. Ha. I see. 
City boy. Used to be. And you will find that this is very different. Much nicer. Yeah, that was that was the goal. So what do you do here? I used to work at the church, at the convent. Oh, yes, Mother Adele. She is a wonderful woman. She's something. <laughs> Take a sip. Kind of quiet for a moment. Jordan will bash her any, to anyone who listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I couldn't help but overhear you were saying something weird has been going on at the North Residence, huh? He doesn't look at you, he just looks down at his glass, swishes around the alcohol for a bit. Uh, it's not my place to really go into details around here. It's just a stressful work relationship, is all. Drink to that. Hey, I, um, I have something that, I mean, I don't want to say it was given to me, but I think that the guy I got it from got it from your boss. And I dig into my jacket and I pull out the coin and I put it down on the table. He's like, kind of slide it his way. Yeah, he puts a finger on it, Yeah, like, pulls it through and he says, You recognize that? <laughs> Yes, I do. It is a, um... It is a... Poor reminder of the state of affairs of where I work. Just another one of the projects my employer has been uh, a bit obsessed with lately. Minting coins? Other weird things that he's been talking about strange objects that he has found somehow, though I cannot tell you how. What kind of objects? Yeah. I don't know if he would like me to talk about them. No, I understand he is a businessman. I don't know if it's my place to say, but I got that from the guy that owns the antique shop in town. Uh, Mr. Bastions. Uh, yeah, of course. And, uh, <sighs> Mr. North tried to buy it last week. Mr. North is trying to buy a lot of places right now. I am not surprised. Any other places of note? Once again, it is not my... Uh, I don't know, the information is not mine to tell. Gotta get it out of you for a drink. <laughs> I'm afraid not, Jordan. It's worth a try. He um, slides the coin back over to you. This was a pleasure to speak with you, uh, but I should be going. Understandable. He, uh, he puts his hand in front of your drink, and once he gets Lionel's attention, he taps it for to give you another round. And he says, oh, "Put the put this on my tap." Much appreciated, my friend. Of course. You have a fine day, Jordan. You as well. 
skitters away in French. With my striped shirt and beret. <laughs> Mimes out. Somebody that's French that's listening to us for yeah. watching this is like, hey, what the hell? Yeah. I do not sound like that. <laughs> that is a gross old cartoonish caricature. <laughs> oh my god. The entire country of France just banned the umbrage. Fact. <laughs> it's okay, I'm French. I'll show you, I have proof. <laughs> I'm French too, dude. Yeah, I'm French too. We did it, Reddit. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Right. Does anybody else want to do anything throughout the day? Finish my round. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'm good. Feeling good? Frenchman yeah. was very nice. Yes. Good? <laughs> you sound pretty not convinced. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Okay. A couple days are going to pass. Okay. It's going to be when, uh, Friday. It's going to be the 9th. The only thing differently that Bear is doing that he normally doesn't do is I'm living very openly these snakes those few days that go by. Okay. I'm, just I'm, coming out, doing... Yep, just acting like a normal civilian. Wow. Um, make me a perception roll. You notice you're already dead. <laughs> just weird him dressing in, like, the tourist clothes. You can't remember how you died, but you just know you did. 24. 24? Mm-hmm. Occasionally, mm-hmm. you'll see an increase in police patrols mm-hmm. in your area. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <This is> bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still dressing in my suits because, you know, yeah. it's like the only thing Barrett wears ever. I do imagine <laughs> so, there's an outfit the that the one. genie wears at the very end of Aladdin <laughs> where he's like, <laughs> I'm going yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's this Hawaiian shirt yes. and short sandals and the goofy yeah. like, visor hat. Yeah. 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 I just imagine Barrett like <laughs> trying to blend in. That's something Mr. Sales would wear. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, just just going about well, daily life in town. Yeah, yeah. Hanging out. Any any uh, behaviors of note for the others, or just going along? Just laying low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, enjoying not having to close interdimensional gateways. Well, <laughs> fight secret agents. I want to open one. <laughs> no. I want to. Break open Mother Adele's cabinet. I want, yeah, I really want to do Where a lot of things. Where she keeps her weed, leave her alone. I want to, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not. When the time comes, I will. The time is not yet come. All right, let's break into Mother Adele's weeds. <laughs> time is coming, so have I. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Replace it with, like, time. <laughs> Catnip. Catnip. So, you know what's lethal if you smoke it? (laughs) No. We gathered here today. (laughs) The death of Mother Adele. Side note some kid, when we were in middle school, there was some kid that got in super bad trouble for selling catnip to a kid. Like, incredible. Like, hilarious, but like, apparently, like, that shit's lethal. And that's like what the cop told me. (laughs) It's just scaring him. Anyway. Probably. But Uh, anyway, when I was eight. I heard. <laughs> Jordan, you receive a phone call. It's about one o'clock. Um, all of you noticed today, uh, it's a 
pretty dense overcast. And if you're monitoring the news or the radio, uh, there's a storm coming in. Again. Oh, yeah. And while at home, you receive a phone call, Jordan. The last nor'easter. Ring, 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 phone call, phone call. Ring, 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 phone call. Hello. Jordan. And you hear Natalie. Hi. Um, I have a... Uh, first off, how are you? Um, I'm doing okay. Good. Uh, I have a bit of an odd request, if you would, uh, humor me. I mean, I guess I do kind of owe you. I can't go into the finer details. Uh, uh, it is a bit of patient confidentiality. Um, however, I was a little curious about this one. Um, I have to go somewhere, and I need you to escort me. What are you getting at? I have to go up to the North Manor. I got a call from the house manager there, and Mr. North has been acting very strange lately. I've corroborated with this with, with many other denizens of Arcadian Haven, um, and some of his behaviors have given me, well, let's just say it kind of rings with some of the stories you've told. Bad vibes. Which I'm, I'm an empath. Yeah. Oh my god. Kind of Click. An <laughs> and I'm hoping that you would bring Barrett and Arabella with you as well, since the three of you seem to be the residing experts on particularly strange things. I, I could be very paranoid right now. I feel very paranoid right now. I was gonna call you last night and uh, you know, I just I talked myself out of it, but hey, I just have this feeling. Are you... Just say yes or no. I don't know where you are. Uh, are you telling me that there may be a portal of some variety in the North Manor? No. Then why do you need me? Because I think something dangerous is there. Um, but it could be completely unfounded, and I'm not saying I believe in the existence of these portals yet. Uh, I'm very close to, though, but I'm one of those believe-it-when-I-see-it kind of people. I can respect that. I am, too. And um, I don't want to be caught in a situation where I do see it, and I don't have the only people in town who know about them with me. Does that make sense? When do you want to go? Uh, we're going tonight. Oh, we are? Yes. Okay. Um, if you could kindly tell them to meet at my house. Roderick is picking me up. Oh, he's the house manager there. Oh, Roderick, I know him. He's a nice guy. French. Oh. <laughs> Very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I ran into him at the bar the other night. Mm -hmm. I hope you don't identify him merely by the sound of the <laughs> No, he was a very nice man. He was troubled. <laughs> he was troubled, but he was very generous. He's a good guy. Uh, okay, um... Alright, um, what let, time? Um, he said he's picking me up around five. Okay. So, 
Thank you, Jordan. Um, hopefully, again, this is just me being paranoid. We'll see. Don't forget your crutches. Uh, I know. Trust me. I, I, Thank you. Just checking. Anyway, I'll catch you later. Click! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll hang up with her. I call Arabella. Remember that time that we spent the whole session on the phone? Yeah. Let's not do that again. Hello? Uh, hello? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, hi, Jordan. Hi. Um, so Damn. I just got off the phone with Natalie. Oh. Um, Did you finally have a chat with her? Yeah, um, I actually wanted to let you know a couple things about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but she has a favor to ask of us. And it's because of things I filled her in on. I see. Um, what is the favor? Well, she wants us to come with her on a house call. Oh, that seems very strange um why because something weird is going on with Roland North and oh. I think she suspects how should I put this uh situations of the umber quality you oh you told her everything huh I mean, she kind of almost died because of us, so I felt she had a right to know. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I didn't know if you would or not, I guess. I wasn't sure if I was going to initially, but again, I mean, she kind of saw more than I could bullshit. Um... You know. Can you give me time to think it over? The last Umbra was kind of rough. What, what do you mean? Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well... I was there, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we got a movie ticket, it was kind of <laughs> <laughs> stories. I thought it was okay, it was kind of... You, you fucking made a cartoon, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, me and Barrett kind of found in Umbra, Adam, the Hark residence. Oh, yeah, it, really? We checked that out like a week ago. Yeah, thank you for informing me of that, by the way. I mean, thank you for letting me know that you hung out with Sales. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case, we, it was not pleasant. And um, I just need some time to think over going into another Umbra. Okay. Um, what time... When was she thinking? I mean... Natalie wants us to meet at her house at five. She wants Barrett to come, too. Tonight? Yeah. Uh... I will do my best. Um... Mother Adele has been gone for a while, so I've been pretty busy trying to keep up with all... You know, everything around, especially since you're not here, it's it's been a little... It, you do it a lot here. Yeah, sorry about that. It's not your fault. Where's Mother Adele been? 
I'm honestly not sure. Just away. Is Lewis around? He is. Yes. He's he's doing much better. <laughs> is he still disappearing as much as he used to? Um, just, you know, doing what Brother Lewis does. A little bit of everything. Well, call Barrett and let me know what he decides and and if you all decide to go, I, I guess I'll follow. Uh, I plan on going. I just wanted to find out if you were interested. Sh- sure. Alright, I'll let Barrett know. Um, I'm gonna need to be picked up. <laughs> <sighs> we can make that work. Alright. I'll see you then, I guess. Alright. Be ready if I click. Alright. I'm back, baby. Alright, now I'm calling Barrett. <laughs> I'll switch ears. I'm like out having dinner by myself. Nice. It's like at a red night, like pretty nice restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> rain, 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 rain. There we go. <laughs> hey, Jordan. Barrett. Yeah. Want to get into some trouble with me? Again? I love the total different approach. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, I kind of filled in my therapist on my whole life. Natalie? Yeah. The one that died? (laughs) She died? Yeah. Put them all on the table. All the cards. (sighs) Tell me everything you didn't tell Jordan. She died? You were just talking to her. Said you filled her on your entire life. She didn't talk back. She died? Wait. Look, she's fine. Obviously. Yeah, but... When... When... Was it when the bomb went off? Because Arabella No, it was when the bomb didn't go off. Yeah, it was when the bomb went off. (laughs) I mean, you never know with us. Uh, Arabella brought her back from the dead. Yeah. Did she bring me back from the dead, too? What? No. What? That's (laughs) crazy. The the bomb went off. I fell out of the sky. People got catapulted. I lost consciousness. I don't know. No, you you never died. You know, I don't want to say that I'm disappointed, but... Jordan, why did you call me? So, like I said, I told Natalie a lot. Uh Uh-huh. Because I thought she almost died because Uh of us, so she had a right to know. But now I know that she actually died because of us, so she definitely had a right to know. Um, Okay. I think she thinks there's an Umbra in North Manor. You know, the rich guy that's trying to buy the entire town. Yeah, I've heard of him. I guess he's one of her clients, and he's been acting pretty weird lately, and it's freaking out his employees, and enough to where other people have contacted her about it. So she wants to pay him a visit and see what's going on, and she wants some backup. 
She doesn't Soon. believe half the shit I told her, but she must a little bit because she knows that we're the only ones that know too. So your therapist, the one that was put in danger because of us, now senses danger and yes. wants us to go with her to said danger. Well, I mean, she saw what we can do. So why don't we go to the manor while she stays home and doesn't die again? While I, I respect that idea, she's kind of our way in. We can't just show up and be like, yo, your therapist told us that you might have a ghost in your chest or something. Barrett's like, I'll just sneak in. That always goes well. Yeah. Every time. We immediately fails. locked out. For Lewis is there. Yeah. Take two, bitch. <laughs> Take three. Maybe if we're lucky, he's just crazy and old and eccentric and has too much money and nothing better to do with it than buy a shitty little town in New Hampshire. I hope so. That's what I always thought of him. I mean, yeah. Well, all right. So she she goes in to see her client, which is this rich guy, mm -hmm. and we walk in behind her. Pretty much. Um, there's something else you should probably know. Uh-huh. I went to go see Peter a few days ago, the guy at the, the antique shop. Yeah, yeah. How's he doing? Uh, he's doing a lot better than I thought he would be, but... Uh, Roland was there the other day. Tried to buy the entire store from him. Uh, the guy wouldn't let him. Uh, good for him. Uh, I think he's trying to buy Umbersites. I don't know why, I just have a creeping suspicion that he's trying to buy properties that have ties to the Umbra. Um, he gave, huh. he gave Peter a coin. Peter gave me the coin. It's kind of normal looking. It's got some weird shapes on it, but if you throw it, it'll come back to you. Sounds useless. It's just weird. So you think this rich dude knows how to uh, see Umbers? I don't know. I think he knows more than anybody else in town about what they are. Okay, so uh, let's keep track of uh, let's keep track of every spot that we've been to. What about the, the hunting ground where we saw the animals? The maybe, woods. Maybe that land's been purchased. Maybe. Woods are kind of neutral territory, but you'll never know. He might own it. Well, let's try to keep an eye on that. Maybe someone that we know in town has information that we could use about the uh, purchases. What about the kid's parent? You know, that's the boy and the girl, their mom. Well, her house would be one of the next ones we would go after if this is what's happening. Doesn't she sell houses? Yeah. Yeah, you, um... You close with her, or are you... I don't really know her very well. Alright. I'll, I'll get on that. When are we meeting up? Um, Natalie wants us at her house at five. We gotta pick up Arabella. <sighs> okay. I, I'm... Are you picking her up? Am I picking? Who's picking her up? If I flip a coin, it'll come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get her. All right. I'll see you at Natalie's house. All right. I'll. Oh, she knows about the break-in, by the way. Great. Okay. Yeah. I'll see you then. Uh. <laughs> okay. Flipping up. Bye. <laughs> Your child is here. <laughs> Thanks. 
<laughs> the waiters are like. Fuck. <laughs> 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 right, the sound of that shittering on that yeah. dish. Yeah. All right. Anybody doing anything before the meetup? Um. Television cover for me again. <laughs> You're really racking up the favors. For how long? Do you see the? You see what? It's gonna be nasty out there. It's really important. I wouldn't go if I didn't need to. What are you doing? I can't tell you right now. Why I not? I promise I will tell you very soon. Are you soon. doing something bad? No. No, of course not. Make a persuasion roll. I would never... Swear. <laughs> 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 I would never you know me yeah whatever shit turns away from you and starts walking away kind of <sighs> heavy sigh she just kind of lets her go um and just waits I guess for for Jordan yeah, for me. Try imagine. also tries to avoid Brother Lewis. Thanks for the paint. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna try to before I go to Natalie's house to wait. I'm gonna try to lose my police tail. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice, nice. And here we go. <laughs> Twenty-eight. No, you're oh so my god. He said he knows all the tricks. There's like a there's like a the hedgehog spin, like, <laughs> like a loop, and then yeah. you lose him. How do you right. do it? He hits the, he hits the button on his console, and his car just goes and just like camouflages into his environment. Yep. Mm -hmm. Turns invisible. You don't press the button. Don't press the button. <laughs> it's the cloaking device and the ejector seat and the rocket all at once. Yeah, with some. Good. Yeah, it's very impressive, actually. Tasty moves. The way you were able to just like bob and weave through enough traffic mm -hmm. to to lose this this tail. Mm -hmm. um, Uber tricks. And yeah, and uh, soon enough you look around and you don't see any. Yeah. Like pull there. into an alley, let them pass back out of the alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you all make your way to the home home. The home, the home, 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 home squared, home squared, <laughs> the new base of operations. <laughs> um, I hope she enjoys it. Uh, Arabella and Jordan, as you pull up, like there's someone walking their dog. It's like a very familiar looking neighbor. As you get out of the, the truck, Jordan, he like, looks at your car and at the building, at the car. I'm like, like hello, <laughs> good evening. <laughs> He's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Officer, it's, it's him again. Again. <laughs> the truck. Um, Frank, this is the third time you've called this week. <laughs> and I'll call a dozen more times if it protects this damn city. <laughs> he drove by again. <laughs> I'm like already inside having coffee. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're like... Ding, ding, ding. The door opens. You see Natalie there. Um, she's dressed like pretty casually. She has this... Uh, um, turtleneck sweater on uh, with these bell-bottom jeans. Looks very comfy. She 
motions you and like, hi, thank you so much for coming, Arabella. Thank you, but I know, uh, I don't know how much Jordan said, but it's a bit of a weird case. Uh, oh, your friend's already here. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, yeah, of course. How are you feeling? Better than ever, actually. Good. Thanks to you. I'm glad. She motions both of you and shuts the door and there's a cup of coffee in front of you, Barrett. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. Took you long enough. It's 5.06. You like, <laughs> like, I imagine like as you're walking to the kitchen, like Arabella's at forward, Natalie leans to you, Jordan, is just like, yeah, Barrett's been here for like 30 minutes and like, I just don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't talk a lot. Did you know you died? <laughs> he just telling me I died over and over. <laughs> he's a sniper and he's not good with people. <laughs> All he knows is sit and stay. He's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> sit down. Sit. Uh, Roderick called earlier. He said he should be here in a few minutes. Okay. Um, would you mind elaborating on on what exactly yes. might be going on? That would be smart. Um, so Roderick called me a few days ago, asking at first for just some consultation on Mr. North. Um, again, there are some things I can't tell you. After all, this could be nothing, and I don't want to divulge a client's or a patient's condition. Sure. But a lot of the behavior that he described was erratic. Um, I've met Mr. North quite a few times, and he is a pretty... Um, he's goofy, but he isn't dangerous or rattled in any way. And a lot of the behaviors he's describing has been very sudden, and it seems as though uh, obsessive over strange, minute things. Um, Could just be getting old. He's, he's, he's in his 60s. I did run into um, Rhea. Oh, his sister. Mm-hmm. She is... She's. Hmm. She said they were working on a project. It was actually at the um, hardware store. Um, she's an artist. Oh wow. She's uh, she's actually quite renowned um, in many other places. She travels a lot. She actually isn't in Arcadian Haven very often, um, but perhaps the condition of her brother has escalated a need to return. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. She's nice stuff. Uh, can I just, while, while Natalie's talking, can I just, like, go on my phone and look her up and just see a picture of her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just doing, like, a basic search, or do you want to delve yeah. in? I'm just going to yeah. do a basic, just to see what she looks like. Yeah, so, um, I mean, you see a, a, the familiar visage of her. She has, like, different hair in this mm -hmm. photo. It's, um, it's like a mohawk, like a gnarly classic 80s punk mm -hmm. mohawk over there dressed in this Italian suit, like yeah. this gray suit she's in and uh it looks to be some sort of photo op mm -hmm. that or you know event that she was at on her on her wikipedia i was gonna say it's probably her like wikipedia page. yeah um probably she's, of her other art. she's mostly like a contemporary artist mm -hmm. but she's most known for um being well versed in other cultures arts and and mm -hmm. 
forming her own art based on that. She travels a lot, kind of thing. You know, there's okay. interviews with her, and uh, yeah, that's that's what you doubt okay. gather. So you're saying this sister? Do you think she's part of the problem? No, I don't think so. Um, she tends to keep to herself when she's home, hmm. as far as I know. Uh, I don't know her too well. Like I said, she hasn't really been a part of Arcadian Haven much. She uh, she leaves quite often. Okay. Which not a lot of people here do. Understood. So, hopefully it's nothing. I imagine it's nothing. I'm 99% sure it's nothing, but consider me a little paranoid as about this time a week ago, or a week and a half ago, I was bound in a closet next to a bomb. Well, a flying man saved me and put me on the back of a very strange-looking motorcycle, and uh, an angel saved me. So how are you so sure they're going to let us into the house? Yeah, do we have a cover story here? Well, I mentioned that the three of you are <laughs> friends of mine. Um, and Roderick has been a bit desperate for company lately. I believe Raya has as well. And so I told them you were interested in the history of Arcadian Haven. Two of you being new here, and one of you, uh, well, no offense, but you're often locked up over in the convent and uh, can't make your way up to the manor. Mm. And uh, Roderick is a bit of a, he likes to talk a lot when he gets excited and nothing gets him more excited than talking about his lovely estate that he manages. <clears throat> He's in love with that family. Oh, great. Well, people like to talk a lot, love to talk at people who don't talk back, so I guess I can distract them. That would be nice. Um, it is interesting, the, the manner, but if you have to at least feign interest, I recommend you do, just to keep him a little busy. And hey, um, he... He's excited to have you there. Does he know anything about me? I don't know. He didn't say anything. Probably doesn't. Hope not. Uh, I always assume rich people are informed. I'm sure this is going to be nothing but a field trip and everything mm -hmm. will be okay. That's right. I just don't want him to fanboy on me. Best case scenario, um, I go in, I conduct my evaluation, and the three of you get to explore a nice uh, mansion. Exactly. All right. I hear he has quite the observatory there. Oh, wow. Oh, I do love a good vacation. I've never been to an observatory. It's one. a private one, but it's impressive. Well, it sounds pretty easy. I mean, I'm sure we'll be in and out, like I said. Um... Sure we will. Right, when are we leaving? You see the headlights through the very front window of the living room, and she gets up and says, oh, that should be him now. All right. You, you guys also hear a... <sighs> ah, yeah, the weather should be pretty gnarly tonight. I hope it's safe to travel. They're kind of out of the way. Um, hopefully we won't be too long. Uh, it's just atmosphere. 
atmosphere. Atmosphere. Shark off gun. How long should your evaluation My trigger take? word. It depends on the condition of <laughs> Mr. North. Okay. All right. Let's do it. She uh, opens the front door for you guys and locks it behind them. You see Roderick. Um, it's a black sedan in the front. Uh, really nice little Buick. Mm-hmm. The front over there, he gets out and he uh, looks over to... He's wearing like a, a gray suit this time. And he looks over and he says, uh, <clears throat> Miss Holm, it is a pleasure to be here today. And uh, of, of course, your guest here. Uh, ah, Jordan. <laughs> Ah, uh, now it's over. Is it we have, we have been acquainted before. Uh, gives a, a little a nod. Um, you can tell he's sort of like in a work mode. Yeah. Now. Uh, I am Roderick. It's a pleasure. Uh, Barrett, reach my hand out. Uh, shapes your hand. Mm-hmm. Arabella. A pleasure. Arabella. Good to see you again. Of course. Now uh, One of you have to sit in front, unfortunately. Oh. Shotgun. <laughs> By all means. He has invoked the ancient right of the shotgun. So, as you can see, he opens the door for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get in. I get in with my case. Just kind of put my case on my lap. Yeah. Uh, as you, you, he's like, "Oh, I, I will take that." He pops the trunk or this cheese. No, really, mm-hmm. I insist. <laughs> yeah. Hates it. Mm-hmm. No, that thing's gonna bust out. So does anyone else have anything else they'd like to have in the trunk? Uh, don't have anything uh, on me. Puts it in, opens the door for the rest of you, gets, gets you all packed in there. <laughs> you caught up on Mandalorian. Mandalorian? Yes. Like the. Like the. Is, it, is there a new season? Or? No, but like. Oh, the most I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he flew coach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, you all kind of like squeeze in over there. Very nice car. That's there. I hate leather seats. <laughs> hot in the sun. Yeah. yeah. It's our Sticky. <laughs> and uh, starts the car and starts driving. It's a bit quiet at first. And just kind of like asking you how you are. Um, rain starts to fall. Not hard, but a showering. I chatted up with <sighs> Natalie. Yeah. Um, then Jordan, you're on like one side. Then Arabella, then Natalie. Third wheeling. <laughs> Riding bitch. Um, and you guys start making your way quite a ways north. It's it's going to be about a hour and a half drive. Um, if you look on the map, which might fade away soon, see that uh, outcropping the in the mountains in the north? Yeah. yeah. To the northeast? Mm-hmm. That is where you're heading. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just going to try to like internalize the directions. Yeah, as, we intelligence as, as we're going, just try and remember the way. Ten. Mm. Getting a little distracted. Mm. I don't know what's on Barrett's mind, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm, kind of tough. Okay. Um, I uh, have an idyllic memory, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, um... As you guys start driving away, uh, you start leaving the more populated area of Arcadian Haven, going into a lot of woods much more dense in this area until eventually the mountains to the north become larger and larger and eventually you come across a a sign in the road which just says uh it just says 
North Manor. I'm gonna arrow. Pointing almost like a valley in of itself into the mountains. Um, there's this strange sensation of this mountain was carved through for the presence of the of the North family name as you guys make your way, uh, start driving through this single road. And Roderick, uh, as he's driving, the windshield wipers. He says, uh, uh, the, the North family has been uh, in Arcadian Haven since its inception many years ago. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't until uh, Grayson North, father of Roland and Rhea, that uh, they decided to make what they were about to see. And as he says this, he kind of crest over a hill, and you can see down below is what looks to be a very, very small community uh, of houses. It's about three roads uh, set up about, well, yeah, about two, uh, like a pitchfork. So these three roads that split up with houses and buildings set up on uh, each and every side, mm. and they all converge in the center of this winding hill that leads into a, a building. Because of the rain, you can't quite make out what it looks like in here. You can clearly see it's larger than everything else Like here. campusy. Yes, precisely. He says, uh, this is where a lot of the uh, old workers of the uh, North family would uh, like to to stay. They would like to bring over artisans from other countries for their projects and engineers and and whatnot to help build Arcadian Haven and fund and uh, work on many, many of the projects here. Hmm. And uh, they would stay here. Very nice places, of course, right now they are empty. Um, and as you guys like drive downhill into this little community, it, it just seems it's just empty. There's nobody here. Creepy little mm-hmm. ghost town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this still like well kept? Like it still looks imagine. equally as nice as this it had get before, any or is it yes. like kind yeah. of creepy? Right. <laughs> yeah. It, or does it's it look nice. decrepit? No, it's it's not falling apart. Right. It looks like some. It's still maintained. Over here, like a lot of the uh, the greenery, there's not there's no lawns per se. Just landscaping. Um, yeah, the landscaping is still up kept very nice. Over here, you're driving through, you go down the center road, and you're just surrounded by these empty buildings all around you. I'm just as we're driving through, I, I'm just gonna quickly just out the window look to see if there's like a house that's maybe tucked away a little more, or like if there's one that's like. A little bit like at one of the end of the the roads, or like in the middle, like between a lot of how, like one that looks a little less like noticeable. Uh, made a perception roll. In it, win it. Twenty. I think nice. you just you can find this. You see this. These buildings stacked together, like mm-hmm. these not apartment complexes, but these large um, residences, and there's a really thin one, like sandwiched between them. That, if you if you're just looking as you're passing, you your eyes tend to not linger on it, and okay. it feels different and it feels specialized in a way. Okay. All right. I'm just taking note. Mm-hmm. Trying to find a new place to squat and move out of <laughs> yeah. the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> he um, and Roder just keeps talking more about like I and that place over there was a, a, a famous baker from uh, Italy that the North family brought in to help uh, cater some one of the many events that they had. 
Looks empty to me. <laughs> I didn't say anything. And uh, you see a gate. The big N, like, embroidered in the center there that opens up as you start driving up this winding hill. The house you see before you, as you start driving up, he says, um, and this is North Manor. The house is a blend of two different styles. You see a shingle style um, base of the building. Most of it is this style with these northeast um, New England type, like highly slanted roofs and a lot of them to show off this uh, sharp angular uh, design to it, like really vertical in that uh, respect, all shingled roofs over there. which really helps like draw the eyes all around the building for this nice continuity to it. However, this continuity is broken, but it looks to be this weird growth that just has slammed at the center of this building on the second floor, uh, a completely different style of house. It's like a streamlined modern style. <laughs> Think of the old 30s trains but the very the rounded edges and yeah. these off pastel colors to it it looks like old naval ships hmm. Uh, hmm. it's uh has a flat this sort of extension to the house just clearly it was not made with this at first mm-hmm. um has a flat rooftop with these railings that you can vaguely see off the top you know, like the kids next door had, like tree has yes. like, the rocket yeah. sticking out, like the yeah. ship yeah. sticking yeah. out on the yeah. other yeah. side. Yeah, it, it has like that bluish tint to it. It's kind of an, I wouldn't say an, it's kind of an eyesore, mm-hmm. in of itself. And the way it works is it's planted in the center of this towering complex of traditional uh, style, and then it kind of just hangs on top and then drapes back behind it. Mm. Um, and kind of fans out from there. And he starts driving up and drives up the large road. You can see there's a small fountain in front of the abode, uh, currently off right now as water is raining down. There's a garage to the right. Looks like it fits about four cars uh, into it from there, but it's a very large garage. Like You look at it and you think, oh man, I could, I could probably live there, you know, um, in that fashion there's uh, a few steps that lead up to the front door and he parts in front he says uh, uh please uh, hold on a moment i will escort you each to the door and he opens it and reaches in a, a compartment on the side for an umbrella throws it up and walks and uh barrett gets you first mm-hmm. and opens the door and yeah. walks you to the the front door which is covered uh mm-hmm. at the top over there i'm gonna i'm gonna like when he lets me out i'm gonna go to the trunk Mm. Okay. Go for, go yeah, for yeah. He pops it open for you. You mm. get your case, and yeah. or he offers to take it. Uh, it's okay. I got it. He, he, that is what he insists, and he uh, opens the, the back door and lets everybody out to the front. <clears throat> um, as you guys enter, uh, he opens the, the set of double doors for you, and immediately you're met with this absolutely. It, extraordinary sight of a beautiful home in front of you with immaculate red carpet throughout. Mm -hmm. There is every inch of this place is covered in some sort of expensive 
coat of arms or uh, fresh, uh, well-maintained plant life. Uh, these expensive-looking uh, arrangement of flowers. Uh, there's. Uh, I will actually. Mm-hmm. Oh. Actual. Actual. Oh, here's my poorly drawn. You guys might, you know, it'll be oh. tough for you guys. To hey, see. Look at that swirly thing. <laughs> Swirl. Yeah. Um, so you guys are on the bottom left. A uh, little picture over there. Uh huh. Um, they are numbered for my convenience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, lucky you. But in front of you is this grand hallway that leads, kind of abruptly stops at your left. There's mm-hmm. a set of double doors uh, to the front um, that lead into another hallway. It's open at the moment, mm-hmm. and to your right, it extends far downward. Um, to your left, in the middle of this hallway, uh, you can see uh, a staircase, and beside it, a small uh, elevator, like a lift, you know, with Ooh. those like, chain interlocking yeah, open yeah. Uh, grid chains. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to the right of that looks to be some sort of sitting green room. There's mm. a lot of flower, uh, you know, a lot of plants set up over there mm. um, that can look out over the front. Um, he, Roderick, walks up to the three of you, and uh, I can also send this to you guys in um, the chat if you don't want to obviously stare up the small picture there. Mm-hmm. Um, he offers to take your coats. There's a small little coat room that he hands it up and says, mm-hmm. um, uh, I will inform Mr. North of your arrival. All right, we'll, uh, we'll hang around to wait for him. Yes, sir, if you would just wait here for a few moments. Sure. He walks away. We're not going to wait around here, right? We're going to look around? No. Uh, what? No. I mean, not, Absolutely. Not yet. Absolutely not. Mm. We don't even know that anything is wrong. Well, we have to find out, right? We will find out. I think we'll, we'll know when we talk to the guy, right? If you say so. I kind of want to explore, too. But we'll wait. Hey, if you want me to leave and post up, I can. It's my job. No, no, that's okay. I want to stay here for a bit. I don't know if I'm going to need you to um, p- p- post up. She leans over to Jordan. What does post up mean? The sniper. No, 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 that won't be necessary right now. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Barrett. Okay. What a life it must be to live in a place like this. Thank you for waiting. <laughs> um, Roderick steps back uh, into the hallway and walks up to you guys. It's it's kind of awkward. He has to walk like way for too far. a while. Yeah, so it's just uh, his footsteps. Are... Like you see him, and but he's like 50 feet away. Yeah, and he like won't talk very loudly, so mm. that he's waiting until he gets to you, so it's just... Finally gets to you. Ah, uh, yes, um, uh, it seems that uh, Mr. North is a bit uh, busy right now, and, um, he, uh, wishes for you to, uh, uh, enjoy dinner here tonight. Uh, should be ready soon, and, uh, he will speak with Dr. Holm after. Um, he looks a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell the cook to prepare accordingly. Uh, you will, it will be a wonderful meal. Uh, I didn't expect a free meal out of this, but I'll take it. Sure, um, would you mind giving us a tour of the manor? Anything that you could show us? It's beautiful. It like, beams up. <laughs> it would be wonderful. Of course, please follow me. <laughs> oh, she's you guys through. Uh, he starts leading you down the left, uh, the left hallway, in the mm-hmm. front over there. Mm-hmm. 
gets you through the double doors. Immediately to your right, uh, he opens the door and there's this long table uh, that uh, is currently being set by what looks to be a uh, this much older chef. Mm-hmm. He's wearing like the white attire. Uh, he's he's he has a very similar build to Roderick. He's very large. Uh, he has like these just callous knuckles. He looks more like he looks more like a carpenter than a um, like a chef. Mm-hmm. He looks up and then goes into a door on uh, the other side of the room. As he opens it, you can see that leads into a kitchen. He says, uh, I, this is uh, the dining room over here where we entertain many guests of uh, the, the North family. And he just starts telling you details. Like, yes, this, this table was made uh, back in 1945 <laughs> by the uh, gr- uh, by Grayson himself. <laughs> and uh, he leads you over. And I'll just tell you um, mm-hmm. the other rooms over here. Uh, the room labeled three, which is right across mm-hmm. from the dining room, is a bar. Huh. Its own comfortable bar. It's nicely stocked in the corner over there with a lot of dark liquor. Seems to be a favorite of the uh, North family. Mm-hmm. Straight above it is this fireplace room. So it's just this comfortable. Uh, there's mm-hmm. like a large, uh, a couple large chairs in there and nice. uh, a small piano. Fancy. As well. The, the mandatory lounge. Yeah, Absolutely. of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how you know he's a villain. Yeah. <laughs> straight straight <laughs> at the end of the hallway, the number five. And, uh, and I do apologize for people listening on, who just listen. Yeah. But over there, at the end of this hallway, the last room, is uh, a, like a small greenhouse, another green room, mm-hmm. like a sitting room. Okay, okay. It seems as though the North family loves their plants. If I was only listening, I'd be upset that you weren't telling us in the accent. <laughs> you look over here, this is a green room. It's a very, uh, uh, it, it has, we have brought in seeds from all over the world to help cultivate a wonderful, vibrant environment. <laughs> Tell me about the swirly room. <laughs> I want to do the swirly room! <laughs> so you look down the hallway, we will go back into the main hall and move down the staircase leading to the second floor, which uh, I will... Uh, I don't think it's very pertinent at the moment over here, but uh, he looks over um, to your right if you're walking down this hallway to the um, east. Over to the right, he says, uh, uh, this is uh, to the door to the garage. Um, I ask that you do not uh, enter here. Uh, Mr. North has turned it into his private workshop for now, and uh, he, he has asked to maintain a sense of privacy. When when he when he says that, uh, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna look at the door just to like just a basic look at what kind of lock the door has. Yeah, uh, make a perception. Like if it's vis- visible at all, or can I break it? Uh, Twenty six. Yeah. It looks as though um, there's it's like a, uh, a set of double locks there, like the switch lock, mm-hmm. and then a like in the knob itself. Okay. Nothing extravagant. There's no. Okay. Beep, boop, boop, boop. You know, there's no yeah super advanced security there. Yeah. And if you look over to the left, you'll see at the, at the end of this hallway over here, it opens up into the rose garden. The swirly thing. Is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the swirly room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so dizzy. <laughs> uh, it is uh, fashioned a bit like a maze. Hmm. And, uh, though it's uh, easy to get through. The North family does not want its guests to become lost <laughs> in its abode. 
and straight ahead at the end here is the observatory. Uh, the hallway goes for quite some time as it uh, elevates, and uh, so we have the optimal view of the heavens above. Mm. He turns back around, and uh, he stops for a moment in front of the stairs, kind of looks at his watch, says, Ah, <laughs> I'm sure I should uh, squeeze a bit more time out of this. Uh, follow me, and he goes into the elevator and ushers you all in. Going up. Squish in next to everyone. He lets you up to the second floor. Another map. Gimme. Um, Gimme a map. Oh, there it is. Nice. He lets you right into the second floor. He There are two doors at the end of this also grand hallway. Over here, you can see right in front of the door is like the typical suit of armor mm-hmm. that you see in every rich, it's obligated in every rich person's house oh, to yeah. have one. I want one so Which bad. Which way are we I coming up from? Right? Yeah, uh huh. Which way are we coming up from? Uh, from over here, see where it says, uh, it, it's kind of tough, my S's look like fives. There's an S and an E on the map in the center okay. towards mm-hmm. the right. Ah, uh, I see, I see. You guys are getting off right on the elevator. Okay. Got it. Is the S stairs? Correct. Ah, uh, got, got it. it. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you won. Hero point. <laughs> you know what stairs um, are. <laughs> on the left, he says, another way to get to the observatory. It's right, uh, their first left after getting off the stairs or elevator. On the other side, uh, we have the... Um, he looks down the hallway, like right behind you guys. And he says, uh, um, this is the private quarters of the uh, master of the house. I would ask that you do not um, disturb over there. And he quickly turns around and starts heading um, towards the opposite direction. He says, uh, this way is to our guest bedrooms, and also our library. He walks over to number nine, the bottom left. You right have a library? He opens the door, um, and you find what looks to be two floors of collection of, of vast books. Hmm. Uh, he, he looks over and says, this is my favorite room in the house, personally. It's an um, impressive collection. Yes, uh, the North family is uh, a collector of such wonderful pieces of art, sometimes first editions. <laughs> That's amazing. I love books. It is a, you know, portal to another world. <laughs> I Yeah, just starts leading you around and just... He spends a lot of time in the library. He says, I guess this is where uh, we collect uh, the newspapers of uh, many different editions of events. You know, he's just showing you around every uh, which way. Mm-hmm. Can, uh, yeah, Arabella, within the realm of, like, respecting privacy, she's going to go up and, like, look at all the books that they have. And um, I want to see if they have any books on, like... Um, like the history of of or if they have any books on like religion or hmm do you want to ask Roderick or you just look him I'll ask Roderick so of course we have uh, plenty of books on the religious text over here it is uh, an interesting study there of my personal collection actually really yes I, I'm not a religious individual but uh, I find many of the literature to be stimulating he ushers you over to this corner mm-hmm. um, yeah and there's quite a few like uh, 
It's almost a familiar site to you mm-hmm. from when you were in Mother Adele's office. There's right. like you know the Quran and a lot of different editions of the Bible and mm-hmm. a lot of different religious texts over here reprinted. Nothing, nothing extravagant. It's not like right. ah, and these are the Dead Sea Scrolls that right. I found. <laughs> wow, well, this is the back. King James Bible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> owned by King James himself. I also have an older graffito of Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, he leaves you to it. Yeah. Uh, this is a. As, as you guys are leaving, uh, the library says, of course the North Manor wouldn't be uh, what it is without the well-stocked wine uh, basement storage we have over there. But uh, that's uh, something that we'll have to wait to show. Uh, dinner will be ready, sir. Perfect. Sure. And he leads you downstairs. Boop. Yeah, the button's nice. <laughs> um, back into the dining room and he tells you to sit and uh, he leaves the, the four of you. Oh, uh, please, uh, no. <laughs> abs, abs, abs. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is fine. This mansion sure has a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, I think the library and observatory and greenhouse and all that's just hobbies. I imagine if you have enough money, you would have many hobbies. Mm. I just hope we get back in time. I'm sure we'll be fine. I can't really stay out the night. You ever see those movies where you go to the mansion and it's stormy out really bad and it's too dangerous to leave and you have to stay in the guest rooms? Are you and saying that I'm going to be stuck in this mansion not my motel all night? And oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and the suit of armor walks the hallways. There's and... a flash of light. And you can see a lot of the, the... Most of the windows you've seen in this place aren't like square. They're circular and have these like cross iron bars in the center. It's very stylistic. And mm. Like portholes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, throughout... Um, and you can see water. It's quite a far above you guys, so you can see water just pouring down and a flash of lightning. Like, right on cue. You're just overthinking this. It is really probably nothing. What would happen if I put on the walking suit of armor? Uh, do you think you could overpower the ghost that lives in it? It's a good question. I'll Maybe you become out. a ghost. Maybe. Mm. That's a good idea. I want to try it when it happens. If you become a ghost, does, do you like, do you skip the dying part? Are you still alive if you become a ghost, or do you have to die to become a ghost? Wouldn't you just be a zombie? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you would you be a zombie? Well, what happens to a ghost? A zombie's ghost? I feel like a, a, a zombie is like when like somebody like doesn't have a ghost, like soulless people. The door soulless opens. Die the-, <laughs> <laughs> the door opens. It's like holy uh, shit! <laughs> you don't see Roderick. Um, Come in. You see uh, a familiar person to you, Arabella. You see in her contrasting hair, uh, dressed in what looks to be this uh, long, uh, like these overalls that are just covered in paint. Uh, you see Rhea North step in. Just, 
Oh. 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 Hello again. Oh, did we interrupt? Hi, what are you doing in my house? Oh, we were invited. Oh, yes. Oh, Natalie, yes. Uh, she walks over, just noticing her for the first time. Goes over, like, oh, darling, I'm so happy you're here. Mwah, mwah, kind of thing over. And Arabella. Oh, I didn't think I'd see you again so soon. I know. Small world. <laughs> oh, yes, very small indeed over here. Uh, and who might you two be? Barrett. Barrett! Rhea. Nice to meet you. A pleasure. Jordan Teller. Jordan, pleasure to meet you as well. So, you two, uh, the, the four of you are here to enjoy a nice dinner. Seems that way. I guess um, uh, Mr. North is running late. And it's just like my bro. <laughs> oh, that's fine. He's been a bit in a haze lately. I think he wouldn't be the best dinner conversationalist. What makes you say that? She pulls up a chair right next to you, Arabella. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like Jordan, Natalie, Barrett, Arabella, now Rhea. Mm -hmm. She says, uh, um, he just keeps talking about the same things over and 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 over again. You feeling okay? Um, I bet he's, I think he's a little hysterical. Well, I hope everything's all right. Oh, he's gonna be fine, I imagine. Well, good thing the doctor's here, and I, like, point to Natalie. Yes, of course, Natalie is the best, Dr. Home. Uh, the kitchen door opens. At that point, you see the chef mm, comes out with this wonderful spread of like quail. <laughs> the fancy food, right? It's just live quail. Yeah. <laughs> it's like banging on the, the yeah. top tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right there, like an ostrich egg. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's like yeah, a pure <laughs> ostrich. He cracks it open and it's like a century egg. <laughs> it's a century egg. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, he brings out a, a basket of bread and a lot of preserves and jams and this homemade butter uh, that's made in-house over here. Uh, the smells hit you immediately. Uh, it's just waft up your nostrils and mm, clean your brain with these mm -hmm. wonderful sensations of just warm spices. He brings out some mulled wine. For you guys Hell uh, yeah. to to drink, uh, Raya. Raya is an interesting individual who is, as soon as she is in a room, everything becomes centered on, the, and she commands everything around her. She just says like, "So, Jordan, where are you from?" Um, in the city. Which one? New York. New York? I was just there a couple months ago over there in an exhibition. Oh, the wonderful city. I, you know, It's true what they say, it never sleeps, and sometimes I feel I don't either. But I think I fit in quite well over there. I'm not originally from there, but... Oh, I, I see. Mean, I, I, I lived there for a period of time until things happened and I made my way here. Yeah, place has been a bit of a mess these past few years for obvious reasons. Yeah, that's, I took that as my cue to leave. Barrett, yourself? Are you a city boy? Uh, kind of a little of everything. My mm. job has me travel pretty much all over the place. What do you do for a living? Bodyguard. Oh, interesting. 
what brings you to Arcadian Haven? There's not a lot to guard from. Uh, yeah, kind of just hoping to live a little bit of the quiet life out here. Oh, taking a holiday, I see. Yeah, something like that. Nice, nice, nice. I love your suit, by the way. Oh, thanks. Custom made? Yeah. Very good. You have to tell me the number of your tailor. Will do. And Arabella, how's the convent? How's everything going over there? Good. We're, um, you know, we're doing our thing. Of course. Uh, day in and day out, there's something to be said about, um, she thinks for a moment, comfort in your schedule. Yeah. <laughs> you can see, like, uh, as Barrett's sitting here at this dinner table, um, he's he's setting his, like, he's making sure that all the utensils and glasses and plates and everything are set up very properly. Uh, okay. Not, not that he's ever done this before that you've seen when he's eating, but, like, he, he knows the etiquette. Mm. Oh, he's interesting. Like, he's a fancy doing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Elbra's like, uh, all three of you made a perception roll. Perception, you said? Perception? Correct. Oh, I got 19. a nat one, baby. Oh, jeez. Uh, Jordan, you're completely distracted. Maybe um, in, in like, Why is everyone there? moving their forks? <laughs> <laughs> why, why do I have three forks? Um, what was your total? 19. So, Barrett and uh, Arabella, you do see... Um, Ray is clearly distracted, maybe with uh, Jordan here, and she's talking, and you just see a bulge in the tablecloth <laughs> moving towards like the bread basket. Oh no! <laughs> I immediately like look. You want it? <laughs> yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Made a stealth roll. <laughs> <laughs> With um, Jordan, roll me a presence roll. Six. Damn, no, no <laughs> help, like no help from Jordan. Twenty-two. Oh, wow, oh you don't need it. it. You feel free confident. You slip, feel a furred individual a pull in, and you you see, yeah, you have Bowie. What if it wasn't Bowie? <laughs> it's what the hell are you? <laughs> it's just a rat. It's pudding. Oh, shit. <laughs> that bulge would be like a sphere. A globe under there. <laughs> like anybody that misses that is ignoring it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you tuck Bowie yeah. away. <laughs> uh, um, as you guys are talking, uh, Roderick uh, enters. And he says, uh, I hope you are finding the meal satisfactory. Oh, it's wonderful. Good, good. Uh, it's been a while since we've had guests up here, and I was hoping that uh, the meal would be sufficient to your taste <laughs> Um, Have you heard anything about Mr. North? Um, He's been a bit uh, elusive, to say that, and the door opens again behind him, almost bumping into him. And you hear... I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here now. <laughs> uh, sorry to keep everyone waiting. Uh, and you see Roland North enter the room. Haven't seen him once before at Lacey LaCroix's service, mm. uh, but just a reminder, he's uh, a really, really fit, like one of those really fit older gentlemen in their 60s, um, dark complexion. Uh, he wears, right now he's wearing a robe, 
just this very lavish uh, silk robe. It's really nice mm -hmm. over here, uh, but a little inappropriate for what's happening right now. Uh, he has uh, a familiar Dreamcatcher necklace around his neck. Yep. Uh, he's glistening, like he's been he's sweating a lot huh. over here. Uh, yes. What's his hair like? His hair? Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, so I don't get it wrong. Is he bald? No, bald. I don't. He's rich. That's right. He's only bald if it's a power uh, move. Isn't isn't what's his name bald? Bald men or rich men are only bald on purpose. Bald? Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. It's a power yeah. <laughs> See exactly. Rich men are only bald on purpose. <laughs> He's a. He just has short white hair. Throughout a little bit of a receding hairline. This is important. It is. Okay. And he he enters in and says. Uh, I'm sorry I'm late over here. Uh, sister, a pleasure to see you for once in my lifetime over here. Uh, I wait every few months. So you just watch down. She says, yes, brother. Wonderful. Chanda <sighs> sits down, deflates a little, and he goes to the head of the table. Uh, and he says, uh, he pulls up a plate of food, just starts cutting and eating. Roderick has his hands behind his back. And just... <clears throat> Uh, Master North, you have a, a motions over to the four of you. Uh, where, where are my manners? I must say. Over here. Uh, pleasure to meet you. My name is Roland North. I'm the uh, inheritor. It looks over to Raya of this fine abode and fortune. <laughs> uh, nice to meet you. I'm Arabella. It reaches across the table and shakes your hand. Jordan Teller. Ah, pleasure to meet you. Barrett Stare. Good to meet you too. And he shapes all your hands a little too long, like a few extra shapes. It just mm -hmm. pulls back away and just doesn't talk. Yeah, I'm just like slow yeah. eating. And um, Dr. Natalie Holm. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. He looks over to Roderick, who doesn't meet his eyes. <laughs> mm -hmm. I suppose we'll be having a conversation after dinner. Um, that would be the reason why I'm here, yes. Very well. And what are three of you doing here? Assistance? Um friends of um miss home uh i think she just the, wanted something they are uh, they are humble guests of the house sir. um wish to uh explore and uh take in the historical value of arcadian haven and now uh, waves them off uh we're new around here <laughs> <laughs> this is uh she go don't here. go out much. He, like, <laughs> this, it's, it's really quiet. Even Rhea's stopped talking. Just a clinking of silverware. And then you hear it. He slams the silverware to the, uh, the table. He says, do you all want to see something incredible? And Rhea... Barrett's <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. Rhea says, yeah. oh, not this again, brother. Yeah, I, I speak up and say that's the reason I'm here. <laughs> I'll show you something interesting. Wait for one moment. 
Uh, I do not think I... I'm so sorry about this. Um, uh, and uh, a couple minutes pass, and the door opens, and you see Roland holding what looks to be this large chest-sized um, safe. This old metal safe. Clearly, uh, he he like pushes aside um, Arabella and Jordan's plates like, to make rooms. He just I like move over. Yeah, just slams this safe onto the uh, the counter or the the table. He says, mm. "Slaps the top." It's a impressive safe. <laughs> It's more impressive than you think, or what it seems. I kind of I look over at Rhea while this is happening, just to like see her reaction to what's going on. He starts talking, and as he talks, she starts pant like she lips exactly what he's saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. He yeah. says, "This is the most wonderful thing you've ever seen in your entire life. I assure you. <laughs> what you're about to see is nothing of this world." <laughs> And it will revolutionize the entire industry of portable storage. Right, stop that. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds fascinating. For you see, it looks to be a normal safe. But when I put in the combination, he turns it and doesn't let you guys see it. (laughs) (laughs) It reveals a normal safe. Contents. It's empty. Great. But... (laughs) <laughs> that is not the amazing aspect of this. He reaches over to your plate uh-huh. and grabs some of your food, <laughs> uh-huh. and it stuffs it inside. Um, all of you made perception rolls. Give me twenty-four. Really is the opposite. Twenty-three. Of yeah. Twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fourteen. Fourteen. All of you see. Uh, he closes it, and you see on the dial, in the center, you see a triangle. Yeah. Mm. It embedded, and he closes it and spins. Shh. Give it a moment. Turns it back around. Turns around, opens it, and there's nothing inside. Huh? <laughs> but that isn't even the most incredible part. What's the next step, Houdini? <laughs> he turns it around. And he he reaches in. And he just pulls out the food mm-hmm. that was put on there. But it's encased in gold. The same exact form, shape, everything, but now it's just solid gold. <laughs> Your King Midas is safe? That's good. I'll put that in the branding. I want to cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I give up. How'd you do it? This isn't a magic trick, my friend. This is... Well, I can't give away all the secrets. I mean, that's like the box with the mirrors, right? You know, like... Magician. I, I urge you to try it for yourself. 
Alright, alright, alright. I like pick up one of the forks. Alright, open it up. I like look inside. Pop the fork in. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's not a large safe at all. Mm -hmm. He shuts it, turns it, opens it back up. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. Reach in. Reach my hand in. And it's strange when your hand goes in, it's like when the shadow is cast over it, you can't see your hand anymore. Mm -hmm. I like feel around. You feel something. I grab it. And you see a golden fork. Oh, it works. Can I keep the fork? <laughs> Go ahead. Put it in my pocket. <laughs> amazing, wouldn't you say? I have all sorts of amazing, spectacular items such as this. Have you ever put anything else in there? Oh, plenty of things. Anything specific? Living things? No, of course not. Why not? Oh. Aren't you well, curious about what would happen? Well, of course, but it seems a bit cruel. It does. I was just curious if you had tried. A morbid curiosity is sometimes good for a businessman. That's what my father always said. Another sigh after, from Raya. After, I, uh, after the, the conversation happens and I have the fork, I'm going to just, like, tap Raya on the shoulder and just, like, motion her to like walk over to the end of the room with me she stands up and Roland doesn't even notice or care he's mm. just engrossed in the fact that you guys are fascinated in this device and you watch the bat mm -hmm. she says um crackpot um insane uh there's some good flabbergasted. words yeah when did this whole thing start uh Fairly recently, I want to say a couple weeks. I, mean, I know you're not around here often with your work and all, but uh, did he come across something that changed his attitude towards his stuff? The first of many objects that he has? An oddly specific question, Barrett. Yeah, I'm hoping for an oddly specific answer. <laughs> I don't know if of the item in particular. Right. He keeps showing off different things. Um, coins, safes, lots of strange items that he wants to eventually sell. And we cut back to Roland mm. and says, once I finish, uh, once I figure out how to mass produce these items that I have procured over here, I'm going to put Arcadian Haven back on the map like it deserves. No longer will this town ruin itself in stagnation, festering like a bloated wound. No, I will bring it to the glory in which my father attempted to instill in it years ago. And, well, we know how that turned out. He kind of like eyes you for a second. And then, like, back to the general mm -hmm. room. I kind of give him a weird look like. <laughs> it wasn't me, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, right here. <laughs> So, uh, you are in a very rare position where you can see Arcadian Haven before its greatest boom. Um, so how many have you created so far? 
Plans are coming along smoothly, but results have not yet come to fruition. Um. But it will be done soon, I assure you. But this, this is mine, here, mine. And he pulls the safe towards him. Mm -hmm. So don't think of any other ideas if you think you can get your hands on it and start making stuff of your own. I wouldn't dream of it. He just narrows his eyes. You just hear the... He lifts it up and says, I lost my appetite. And he storms out. Uh, that was strange. A uh, peculiarly greedy man. I am... Um, I am... Very sorry about the way he has acted over here. I thought he would be much better today. Um, and we're all in front of guests. Um, uh, he must just be stressed. Uh, please, uh, enjoy the dessert as it comes out. Uh, don't let uh, my master's odd, and uh, I do insist odd behavior. Not, um, Man struck towards. gold somehow. Hmm. I don't know if I can blame him for being protective of it. Have you, um, seen any of, I mean, not to pry or anything, but does he have other items like this? He has odd little, um, knickknacks and other small, that, that was the largest one he has ever shown off, actually. Huh. But yes, he has been obsessed with these over the past few weeks. Hmm. Maybe half a dozen. Half a dozen? Hmm. Oh. Um, yes, um, uh, Dr. Holm, if you would, uh, please, uh, after dessert, my master will see you in his room. Yes, of course. Uh, uh Raya says, you know, I think I lost my appetite, too. I also think it's... Getting pretty bad out there. I think the four of you should stay the night. No! No, I can't! I zoom in over mouth. Stay the night. My parents will kill me! I'll get in so much trouble. Sounds good to me. I told you. Yes, it would be quite difficult to drive in this weather over here. It is quite bad, and the mountain paths are treacherous in the right condition. Oh. Don't worry, I will have the bedrooms ready, uh, the guest bedrooms upstairs waiting for the four of you. Um, it'll be the most comfortable stay you will ever have. I'm sure it'll be amazing. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, you just chucked a Bowie on your lap, like eating a piece of bread that he somehow stole. <laughs> Do you think the statues in the garden sing? Maybe. They probably do. Do you think if I get in one of them, I'll be singing? Um, I are, think are they ghosts? Yeah, they're possessed by ghosts. Cause well, it's what if they're automatons? Guys, I'm gonna get uh, in trouble. They're, maybe they're golems. That's why they're made of stone and can sing. Mm, that's a good one. Golems. Golems. No, that, that's the homeowner. Um, Golem. So. He, uh, 
Roderick leaves, leaving the four of you there. And eventually, after dessert, comes in a nice, nice like a spread of parfaits and mm. uh, tiramisu. Mm. All everything also is obviously handcrafted. Oh yeah, so that's a good stuff. Mm -hmm. Who made it? But that someone did. Someone gives a compliment to the chef, and he's in the doorway like <laughs> fades away. He was a ghost chef, uh, and of course, <laughs> I expect nothing less. Uh, Roderick brings you to the bedrooms, not you know, to retire, just to show you each one. Mm -hmm. uh, boop. <laughs> the ones marked 10 are bedrooms on the map over there, on the second floor mm -hmm. to the left okay. side. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to put uh, Arabella, Jordan, Barrett in that order. Okay. And then on the 10, right next to the 9, mm -hmm. that's, where, that's going to be uh, Natalie's room. Okay. Uh, your rooms... Wait, which Ara way? Arabella. Like top or bottom? Top. Okay. It's in descending order, so Arabella, Jordan, Barrett. Um, okay. Each one of your rooms has a small balcony inside over there. The the room itself is nice queen size beds for your dimes. Mm -hmm. It has the uh, like the bed post that has like the like you can draw oh, curtains yeah, yeah. around it over there. Wow. Canopy. Um, as he does, you know, he he ushers you through. Um, you notice that what was once this sort of set of double doors uh, to your right, uh, it's now opened, and you can see right through it, you can see a, a stark contrast to the architecture down this hallway. Mm. It's in the center of this map. Mm -hmm. um, so you can see it leads upward. Uh, everything is this metal, rounded uh, corridor that leads to another set of doors. Uh, and all on the walls are just these spiral, like, abstract art patterns. Huh. Uh, and Robert says, uh, Oh, that is uh, Lady, Raya, uh, Lady Raya is in the room. Um, I do suggest going there sometime to maybe uh, see what she is working on. She's always open to questions about her projects. Hmm. And they are quite spectacular. Sounds interesting. Maybe we will. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what did the three of you do? Uh, you have this whole mansion to yourself. Cry. I, I have a bunch that I want to do. So, if you guys want to do anything. Um, should one of us go with Natalie? I just don't know. If it's a good idea to leave her alone with him like this. I mean, you don't have to go in the room or anything, but maybe stay nearby. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you should keep an eye on the whole situation. That is why we're here. Yeah, and Jordan, that's all you. She probably feels the most comfortable around you out of the three of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess I'll, uh, I'll stay on standby. You guys gonna be alright if I go walking around? Okay. Yeah. It'll be fine. Attacked by a suit of armor. If I do, I'll get in it. I don't even know how he got in here. Oh, Bowie? Well, he yeah. gets in everywhere. I just wish I knew how. He's slinky. He is very slinky. He's a free man. <laughs> no? He knows no borders. He's a citizen of the world. He's like jam on the corner of his mouth. He's like <laughs> trying to lick it. He just can't. Well, hold on to him. Make sure he doesn't slip out. I will do my very best. 
Okay. You have a Bowie in your inventory. <laughs> One <laughs> Bowie. One Bowie. He's like trying to bite your wrist. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm, I'm going to walk back downstairs. Walk back downstairs? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jordan, uh, you and uh, Natalie head over. Uh, she says, um, Roderick said I should meet him in his quarters um, this way, I guess. He starts walking towards the northern section, uh, the uh, top right section over there. Um, as you start winding down these, this like grid-like hallway, um, everything starts to look just kind of... It's like when you're looking down a hallway of a hotel, mm. how the patterns kind of just blend in. It looks like a liminal space in and of itself. Like the hallways seems to extend far longer than they actually are. And, you know, she just walks down with you. She says, uh, I mean, he's a little, hmm, but not, nothing too crazy. No, he, uh, he... Why do you think of that safe, though? I can't explain the safe. I can't begin to... Um, he seems very protective of his discovery. He doesn't want anyone to steal it from him. If I had a gold-making machine, I guess I would be a little secretive of it, too. Yeah. I wonder what else he has here. You arrive at a set of doors. You said, all right, uh, this should be the one. And the door cracks open, and you just see Roland peeking out. Hmm. He says, uh... I guess it's time for my evaluation. Yes. Um, yes, Roland. All right, you come in. You don't. I figured as such. It's a door. She looks at you the whole time as she enters. I'm not trying to rob you. <laughs> Arabella, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to put... Uh, actually, I'm gonna go in my room and see just like what's over the bat. Like, what can I see from the balcony? Okay, it's downpouring. Right. So you have to look through like the glass doors <laughs> into the balcony. Unless you want to go outside, feel free. Um, Let's see. It uh, it overlooks this nice like. Uh, actually, made a perception roll. It's actually really hard to see. Gotty, gotty. Starting to get darker. Uh, 18. 18? It's really dark, but from the faint shapes that you can make out, you can sort of look left. You see the other two balconies ahead, and then to the distance to your left is uh, downward is the small artisan town. Mm -hmm. And in front of you, um, it's just a lot of like the lawn, large property, like the lawn of the... Okay. Um, of the North Estate, and past there, you can't really make out a lot of fine details. Right. Okay. Um, afterwards, I'm gonna go try to find uh, Raya. Sure. Um, easy enough to find the hallway over there. Mm -hmm. uh, so, as you step through, there is um, a set of like these steel doors mm -hmm. in the front. Um, but they have like normal knobs. It, it looks kind of strange. It looks like it would be like a vault door, but it just has like a doorknob. It's <laughs> brass doorknob. Okay. So then step in and you and you open it up. And um, the room in front of you is it's like the size of a basketball court. Uh, 
it extends pretty large out and it's set up in this trapezoid pattern sort of narrows as you move forward and it elevates up so you have this flat plane in front of you it takes up like the bulk of the room itself um and then there's stairs that lead up to this open like it's like a loft almost mm. uh i got you that you can't quite make out what's over in that direction there's a lot of like walls in the way but in this main uh area itself there's tarps all over the walls covered in splattered paint and canvases um you can even see past these um tarps the walls themselves have been overlaid with canvas mm -hmm. set up in these large blots and rectangles of canvas throughout um and there's all sorts just littered throughout this place sculptures and statues of different varieties and some of them have tags in front uh more for her written in like what you can presume is her handwriting, mm. like the names of them or anything, and they all have their own little areas. It's chaotic, though. There's mm -hmm. nothing really orderly about it. Sure. Um, and then you also see up in that loft in the corner, there's this glass window, and you see she's inside a sound-treated booth with her computer in there, mm -hmm. and she has this V-neck guitar that she's yelling into a microphone. You're fan like, oh. <laughs> I, uh, like, take a peek in, and I kind of, I, like, try knocking, <laughs> like, uh, hey, yeah. hey! Yeah. Uh, takes off her headphones, comes in, she opens the door, says, Arabella, hello! Hi. Pleasure to have you here. Yeah, I hope I'm not disturbing you. No, no, I'm just working on another album over here, and she... Like, starts putting her stuff down, and you can see next to the the door, it's um, you can see like tour posters for her, mm. um, a whole list of different band names. Like she doesn't stick with one band for too long, mm -hmm. and they range from different genres. As you can see, the posters, some of them are like a punk style, mm -hmm. others are um. Like this avant-garde electronica vaporwave. What's the uh -huh. what's the one? Scree? What was that? Scree. <laughs> yeah, that like weird Scree. like Finnish one. Scree. Yeah. Scree. Lowercase. Lowercase. This is what I'm calming down. Yeah. <laughs> I was going um, through a phase. Just what's my what the pleasure of you visiting my humble abode over here? Um, honestly, you're just very talented, and I was just wondering if I could take a look. That is so sweet. Of course you can take a look over here. I'm always happy to share my art with a potential artist. Uh, Creative mind. Yeah. Very good. She immediately, without missing a beat, just grabs you and starts walking you through um, the place over here. Um, a couple things that you see. Mm -hmm. um, one, you pass this large table, this like painting table, and you see a lots of little um, like Civil War figures, like really small mm. ones. And you see uh, there is a tag that says um, Lorenzo Stone. She says, oh, don't mind that. That one's a commission piece I'm doing for a local. And uh, she moves over to uh, the one of the more striking pieces is... Is, is that for Officer Stone? The sheriff? Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Really? He, uh, he met me in town, and 
he knows of my particular talents, and uh, I guess he likes this little war gaming that he does. Huh. Mm, quite obsessed with it, actually. He keeps sending me models. Wow. Mm. <laughs> and he, uh, she, she just moves away from it. And the, the piece she shows you, um, it was behind this curtained wall. Mm. And she pulls back, and you see several large statues of this black rock, um, each one themed to a different place, mm. but all of them retain the same base shape. They're black and pillared in shape, mm. and you see some are set. One is set with these vague shapes of Egyptian uh, iconography from it. Another one, a lot of Brazilian traditional art kind of just pulling away from it. One Austrian. Another has this West Coast streamlined feel to it. Another Japanese. These like Shinto shrine, this dragon pulling out of it. And finally one um, with a lot of like skyscrapers like crumbling through it um, to look like New York City. Mm -hmm. This one I've been working on for quite a few months. Very impressive. I know. <laughs> I guess I don't even need to say anything. It's great that you're so... I mean, you have everything. In a way, I guess I do. But I feel it is my responsibility to use what I have to speak out. Mm. Is that why you made this? Of course, I think. Well, when the material parallax happened years ago, it was a bit overshadowed by the, well, the destruction of New York City in some ways over there. I feel like people don't talk about it as much anymore. Mm. I know there are more pressing matters to attend to, but when pillars of energy reach out into the space, it's into space itself, um, I think it's a bigger deal than people have been letting on. It's interesting. I don't know too much about it. I'm not as familiar, but... Not a lot of people do, and that's what's so curious about it. <sighs> what I would give to know more. Mm. Oh, well. It's a beautiful piece anyway. Thank you very much. She just shows you a bunch of other odds and ends over there. Um, and she says, uh, do you have any projects that you're working on? I wouldn't call them projects. Uh, hobbies, you know. Hobbies are good to have. Um, Keep I... you out of trouble. <laughs> or in trouble, if you're the artistic type. Yeah, I guess sometimes. <laughs> um, I am working on a children's book. An author? Never again. More hobby. Very good, very good. I've written about three books in my time, but um, none of them have really stayed on the bestseller list for long. Really? Oh, yes, out here. Is she, like, oh, she's even deeper into her mm -hmm. abode. Um, cut back to Barrett. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Uh, as I walk downstairs, I'm just gonna you know, pace up and down the empty halls for a second, looking at that locked door, seeing if it's still locked. Yep. Um, and I'm gonna walk towards the observatory. Okay. 
yeah, it's, it's pretty much right next. The door is adjacent to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna like just casually like walk towards it, and as as I like try the door to like go into it. Um, is it like? Does it look obviously different than the rest of the house? The lot door, or the observatory? The observatory. Not really. I mean. It looks strange in the sense that not everybody has an observatory attached to their home. Yeah. Um, but nothing, like, disturbing about it. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to go in. Okay. And just kind of, like, look around. Yeah. Immediately you feel a, feel a chill, um, mm -hmm. this area. Um, maybe not a lot of people have been in it for a while. Yeah. And it runs off. It, it's a very long hallway. So mm -hmm. you're going for minutes. You're just... As you go further away from the light of the house, and it's just dark, mm -hmm. and the hallway itself is a lot of glass. Yeah, and it's just raining all around you. Okay. Um, you make your way into this set of double doors that opens up mm -hmm. um, into a circular building uh, with a dome cover, and you can see it. I mean, they must have put a lot of money into this. Yep. Somebody in the North family really loves stargazing. Mm. And Arcadian Haven is a beautiful place to gaze at the stars. Yep. You can see the uh, the telescope piece, like the lens up the front leading to this large uh, telescope mm -hmm. on the core over there. It's not, you know, it's not like the greatest observatory ever. It's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. personal observatory. The room isn't very large, mm -hmm. um, just enough to fit a desk and um, this device itself. Okay. Um, you do see that there's like a crank mm -hmm. next to uh, a seat where you sit at the lens. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk over to the desk first. Mm -hmm. um, just just casually trying to look, even though no one's around, trying to look not suspicious. Yep. Um, and just like, is there anything on the desk or any like cabinets? Yeah, or, or it looks to be, to it? Um, the, it's covered in papers of um, like coordinates mm -hmm. and just observations. You can see like the the number named of like stars and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, looks kind of old. There's a bit of dust mm -hmm. on, uh, on the table here. If there are any papers that look newer, mm. like less dust on them, um, I'm just gonna. Well, is there one first? I guess. Yeah, you can find like the top seems to be the most recent. It's mm -hmm. just dusty, but you didn't get it. Uh, I'm just gonna quickly just like take out my phone, just take a picture of it. Okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna walk over to the telescope, mm -hmm. and however I don't I don't really know how, or Barrett doesn't really know how this functions. Yeah, but he's just gonna try to like look into it. There's a little podium next to it with like a, a laptop mm -hmm. until that's off, and you look into it and you don't see anything. It's, it's just like pitch black. Yeah. Okay. And the, the laptop's off, I assume. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's just gonna get off the little pedestal. Okay. And I'm just gonna leave the observatory. Jordan, are you doing anything? Um, kind of trying to stand as close to the door as I can so I can hear what's going on inside. Made you a perception roll. He's got a cup. Ha ha ha. Oh my god, I got 23. Nice, 23? bro. Nice. So it's difficult to hear the best of times. You didn't tell by your quick glance in there, there's a very large room. But you do faintly make out some conversations. You hear Natalie, you know, hear just like a. Mr. Nora, please sit. You know, and trying to get things started. How are you? Everything there. And Roland gives very quick answers. 
and um, she starts asking about these objects. And when she brings up the the subject, um, it becomes a lot easier to hear because Roland begins yelling. And this is all in the course of maybe within 10 minutes of their conversation. And he just says, uh, what's it to you, huh? Oh, why, why do you want to know? Huh? Who's asking? Are you, ask, are you asking for someone else? Is that what you're doing over here? Mr. North, please settle down. I'm, I'm not here to extract your business secrets. I just, well, I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe the people you brought over here are working for someone else. You're, oh, you didn't think I was on to you, but I am. Oh, yes, I know. Keep your, your friends closer, your enemies closer, Dr. Home. Oh, just know this, just know this, that by the end of all that happens here, that I, Roland North, will be the one who rejuvenates Arcadian Haven with my ideas and my devices. And you hear Mr. North, and you hear like, mm, the screeching of a chair kind of push back. Like, I'm, I, I'm going to ask you to calm down here, and I don't like the tone that you're taking with me. Um, and you hear a crash. <laughs> Well, I don't really like the tone that you've had in this home. It's pretty uh, inquisitory. Yes, that's my job, Mr. North, and I just... Uh, another crash and a shatter. Get out! Get out right now! I... I and the door slams open, um, and you see Roland North is the first one, actually, to, to leave. Mm. It looks right to you, um, face red. Uh, and his hand is bloody. Hmm. He just, I'm on to you. I'm just here, man. <laughs> he brushes right by you. And you look into the room and see yeah. Natalie standing in front of uh, a really nice chair. This room is set up into like different sections. It looks like there's like a sitting area in the front uh, and like the bedroom would be further back inside or anything over here. But she's sitting down. She pulled up a nice chair in front and there's this uh, beautiful table, uh, small table, rounded table between the two chairs and there's a shattered glass of lids to be brandy. You can see the bottle hmm. next to it. Um, the glass just shattered pulling off. She just has uh, looks exasperated. Like, what the hell did you do to that guy? I just asked a few questions. Apparently I didn't ask the right ones. <laughs> Maybe you asked the right ones that <laughs> will cause the explosion of everything in this whole room. What, what a think? what a wonderful thought, Jordan. That's why I'm here. So what's the verdict? Is he crazy? That's, I don't like to use that. Is he unwell? There's something odd about him. I've never seen him act like that before in my limited experience. So what do you think? I'm going to try and talk to him again. Tonight? If I can't, then I'll try in the morning. I don't know if it's wise to pursue him anymore after this particular episode well if I if I gave up after the first time I ever felt a uneasy feeling and you wouldn't be here right now I mean 
I, I see where you're going, but, you know, pressing an angry old man with violent tendencies for information doesn't seem... Not wise. the first time. No, you're the psychiatrist. She walks past you. Um, Arabella, make a perception roll. Mm -hmm. Watch this. Oh no. <laughs> I knew it was going to be As soon as I said watch this, that was, that was the, that was the <laughs> problem. I'm sure that's what the problem was. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm using hair point. Ooh, okay. I want to see. I want to see what they're, uh, the sights. Uh, uh, like 19. Yeah. 19? Yeah. As Ray is speaking, she's showing you um, like this antique typewriter that she used to write her first novel. Mm -hmm. um, the inadequacy I'm feeling is really <laughs> <laughs> um, You notice someone's gone. <sighs> and <laughs> we pan away at this realization as we see outside of the room, Bowie stop in the grand hallway on the second floor and just goes onto the stairs. <laughs> it's a big staircase. Yeah, it's a very big staircase. <laughs> Appears back on the, the on the first floor, looking around, sniffing, and then looks over to the locked door besides the conservatory. Runs over to it. And we hear um, down uh, beyond the door, we hear a. And. But we start scratching at the door and then pokes his head under <laughs> and squeezes his oh way gosh. directly under. And we see this dark hallway, the, the slight curve to it. We see uh, he bumps in the clattering of a metal tray. Looks around and sees another locked door. Who, who is that? Who come to steal everything from me? Have you? I I'm coming to my base of operations here and here and. Uh, the door opens, and as we do, a pulse of and all of you in the house, in the in the observatory, mm -hmm. um, in Rhea's room, and in the hallway outside of Roland's room, uh, you all feel a wave of nausea, uh, nausea mm -hmm. overtake you. We see Roland look down at Bowie who immediately sparks with energy. Something passed, rolling a dark shadow, still. Bowie tries to move past, and Roland reaches out his arms, and Bowie flies back down the hallway. And the house... We hear the thunder. We see 
Barrett, as we move, we see the large scope in the ceiling. Mm. The doors to the top closed at the moment. Um, but we see just the audience in the lens of this scope. We see a shape form of a triangle. And that's where we'll end tonight's session. Damn. Here we go, boys. Damn. Here we go. Trapped in Bowser's castle. Yep. Here we go again. I should have known. No, it's the Resident Evil mansion. True. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I can't wait to go in the basement. <laughs> where we just play tuba. You will need. Well, thank you so much for joining us for tonight's session. If you like what you see, make sure you check us out on all of our social medias, including Twitter, Twitch, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, Google Play, Podbean, anywhere you get your podcasts, anywhere you watch your live plays, you can find us at Keep Tapping X. Mm-hmm. Look up it, the Umbra Initiative, Keep Tapping X. Maybe you want to check out more content because you're caught up already. Go watch our first campaign. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of episodes of that one. Yeah. Join like our Discord. 400 hours of it. You can join yeah. our Discord as well. We all got of our links. Up there. Yeah, all of our links are in our descriptions. And uh, if you really want to support us, we have a Patreon. We do. Yeah. The best website in the world, patreon.com slash the Umbra Initiative. You can get bonus content mm-hmm. up to a half hour, even more so. Yeah, at least shit. a half an hour every week of bonus content. Of bonus post-show content mm-hmm. over there. And um, get the inside scoop. Special thanks to our uh, Kith patrons mm-hmm. there. We got Neo. We got Tails. We got, uh, oh, God. Watermelon? Watermelon, thank you. I wanted to say machine, <laughs> but it, it wasn't. Thank you. I didn't forget about watermelon, don't worry. If you're listening to us in audio format and you want to see the maps and stuff that we put on mm. screen and all these all these props and everything, uh, check us on Twitch every every Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. That's where you Come can watch find us. us. We're going to be back here at 6.30 p.m. next week, Wednesday, East Coast time. We love you. We'll see you then. See you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.